0: Everyone, Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic Podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity Rewatch Podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. And the reminder that we like to give, of course, is that this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so you might very well hear some things that we talk about on this podcast that come up in future episodes of the show. That's how it works when it's spoiler-free. I am Melissa, and I'm here Oh, when it's not spoiler-free, I should say. That's what I mean. I'm confusing all of us, including myself. Uh, <laughs> I am Melissa, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Fish. Fish, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Um, I just want to clarify, is this a spoiler-free podcast?
0: No, it's, a, it's not a spoiler-free podcast. Ah,
1: okay, all right. Just wanted to make sure.
0: Goodness gracious. I just... You know what, what? Can we say about me? Um, yeah. Well, how are you doing today, Fish?
1: I'm good. Um, this this was an episode.
2: Mm.
1: One of many. <laughs> which one? So much happened. Yeah. So much happened. Yes. Which Which one was it, Melissa?
0: Well, okay. So this was season two, episode twenty getting towards the end of the season uh this one was called ben was here it originally aired may 3rd 2000 it was written by jj abrams and directed by lawrence trilling some names we're very familiar with here and here's the synopsis ben follows greg and felicity on their weekend getaway to tell felicity he loves her but before he can speak she lambastes him for exposing greg's past drug use and slams the door on him meanwhile a ruptured pipe floods the dorms, forcing the students to bunk in the cafeteria. And Noel and Elena's apartment is left unavailable by Tracy's toxic attempt to remove the wallpaper. Um, the, so before I throw it to you like I always do, I do want to say, like, at the end of the last episode that we were covering, I really felt like you were sort of not optimistic about where we were headed. Like I didn't, I felt like the writers had gotten us into a situation where they had to really thread a needle to get to any sort of an episode that would please you. (laughs) And I, not that I, I'm not trying to like, make you start with really the end of like <laughs> how you felt about it. But I am going to be really curious as we go through to see how successful they were and like getting you back on board because yeah, I really didn't feel you were on board at the end of the last <laughs> one in terms of like believing what they were going to do in this episode. So yeah, I I'm going to be frankly, all I want is to hear what you think about it. Um, because do you want me to
1: rate, that? you want me to rate the episode like right now?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to make you do that, but I will say like, I'm very interested to get all of your thoughts on this one. Cause I just was like, <laughs> like, I don't know what they can do. That would make you happy. And yet there were so many things that they did in this episode that you, I feel like you've been asking for in some ways. And then I just, I don't know. I, I am curious where you want to start with this and how you feel and we'll just take it where you want to take it
1: yeah i mean i think you're absolutely right at the end of the last episode i was you know very worried about this episode and i wanted to leave myself room to like completely hate 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 this episode (laughs) um and i'm gonna be like super withholding and just say we're gonna start at the beginning and um, Melissa's eyes just almost <laughs> fell out of her head. <laughs> okay. Oh, Keto
0: Who will start at the beginning. And I think that's a good way to do it because as much as they've got like different sets of characters doing things, they will bring them all together for a hot minute. So it's like, yeah, eh, let's just there's
1: go in really, order for now. There's um, really no point in trying to separate out different storylines here.
0: Yeah. And you know, yeah. at the end of the last episode, I was saying, like, why didn't they make it a to be continued? But I suppose if they made last episode a to be continued, they probably should make this one a to be continued as well. <laughs> and that that is probably why they didn't make any of them a to be continued, because that's the point of <laughs> episodic <laughs> television. Um yeah, so basically I feel
1: like a to be continued means that you pick up exactly where you left off right so Mm -hmm. this one
0: which we will pretty much do going into the next one i guess this one you're thinking there was enough of a time gap
1: well not really this one they left in the car And then one of the first scenes that we see is like them in the car. So you're pulling up to the Rhinebeck cabin. Right. Like, I feel (laughs) like that absolutely could have been a to be continued. But unless the next episode starts with Ben on the floor, then it's not really a to be continued.
0: The next episode is going to start with Greg and Felicity right outside the bar.
1: All right, then, yeah, that could definitely be a to be continued.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe there were just so many that could have been a to be continued that they were like, this is just TV at this point, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just telling a story here, guys. We're, like, and then their nightmare comes true decades later when.
1: <laughs> when we're on the um, case. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa points it out
0: to oh the God. entire world. Yeah. Like we had fights about it in the writers room, which one of these should be to be continued. And we decided not to go with any of them. And now we're being called to the mat. Because <laughs> um, I've got nothing better to do with my time writers. Uh, so. <laughs> um yeah really we pick up right where we left off as you said Felicity and Greg had been in a car driving to the Rhinebeck B&B and now they pull up in that same car to the cabin
1: and I just I want to start here by saying oh this is such a beautiful cabin I mean really nice this is like uh, I mean you walk into this place and the wood is just gorgeous they've got what looks like you know butter soft leather everywhere I mean you can just smell like the pine and the the trees and there's a lake and this is just like where I want to be like right now
0: Mm -hmm. and I think Felicity Uh, makes us feel even more that way right she's gushing over at the moment she gets in she's amazed that this is just a couple hours out of the city um and and really it you know it's like it feels so remote and yet it's so close to the hustle and bustle of everything that they're normally experiencing and so she's pretty amazed and honestly i mean full city probably hasn't had much reason to see anything outside of like you know well new york city i mean i don't know how she far have she's a, gotten around the the boroughs but
1: she doesn't have a car right so that's tough um
0: yeah pretty much wherever the subway takes her is where we've yeah. seen her
1: um but when she when she and greg walk in this place and she turns to him you know the last episode she, when she came up to him she was so panicked and just needed to get out of there and had this really tense and intense vibe about her and here she seems so relaxed and happy and I mean they just take her on a journey Like an emotional journey. They really
0: do. Although I still get a little bit of that, like, I'm glad to be away sort of feeling from her. She says those words. I do think you're right, though. I think that it's less urgent. She's had a whole car ride being in this scenery to be able to experience, like, the the release, um, which I I think was the point of this trip to begin with. And she's starting to feel that. But I... I think she still is aware that there's a thing to be away from. So she hasn't completely shed it. Um, No,
1: but her whole body language and just everything about her. She's, I mean, you could say relaxed or relieved. mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's like, she's a different person Mm -hmm. (laughs) coming out here.
0: Do you feel like that was earned from where we left off in the last episode? Do you feel like you believe?
1: Okay. I mean, between that, and this beautiful cabin and, you know, just being there away. Yeah, I mean, like, give her a second to just breathe. Yeah. But they're not gonna do that. Instead-
0: (laughs) No, just as she's (laughs) like, I'm so glad to be away. We cut to immediately outside said cabin.
1: An old woody. Uh, One of those old wood paneled, uh suburban giant cars which is apparently being used as a taxi driven by Jerry mm-hmm. who's in said
0: taxi Ben yes Ben has now arrived uh and he goes to you know he goes to pay Jerry for the you know 12 bucks for the fare and it feels
1: like 12 dollars. really
0: feels pretty good even if they were just yeah. driving from the train station to here that feels yeah feels it's like 1990
1: rate. rates
0: <laughs> yeah well you get the feeling <laughs> that poor jerry has yes. heard the whole story it's like it all started in a blood drive where felicity was holding a <laughs> of my blood. like it's it's ben is you know it's just kind of sweet like <laughs> ben hasn't had a lot of people to talk to about this situation, and so he's like, "Thanks, Jerry." And Jerry's like, good luck with the girl—is that her?" <laughs> and Ben like ducks behind the door.
1: <laughs> he had some really amazing comedy in this episode. He had some
0: very good yeah. comedy. Yeah. He just
1: he hides and then he like slowly pokes his head up like a turtle.
0: Yeah. And he hides again. <laughs> and you know it's a good thing jerry alerted him because that was indeed the girl felicity and greg are coming out of the cabin because they're they're gonna go on a little walk or a little excursion they're going somewhere okay she's
1: skipping she's she's (laughs) that happy she's skipping that's the first thing ben notices while hiding behind this old old woody with jerry uh yeah his, his his wannabe girl is there with another guy, just skipping for joy that she got away from him. And you or can only imagine she? what
0: Jerry's thinking right now. I
1: drove uh, this guy.
0: All, give me the fare. I'm getting it.
1: Yeah. Well, Jerry's probably thinking, if he tips me well enough, I'll stick around the five minutes it's going to take for him to need to go back to the train station. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Well,
0: okay. So uh then we're gonna cut over to Dean and DeLuca and we find out that Sean is covering for Ben so that Ben could go on this this excursion and
1: yes now apparently... Sean Sean <laughs> has a new invention here now I didn't what is the name of this invention he called it Shream. okay see this is what I don't understand there's no H in sugar or cream. But so there's the sound
0: be... of a sh in sugar. And so that's what mm-hmm. he's going with. And this will this will pan out later in a a different brand name that he invents uh ah. with the same with sort of idea. Well, the same naming idea.
1: Look, I'm not gonna lie, I think this is a great idea. Like so, cubed, so what, sugar was, and cream. Yeah,
0: was, so yeah, it's like a sugar cube with the cream.
1: Yeah, and there's you know cream usually comes out in this like chalky, whatever. I mean, I guess the biggest issue is how do you get the right ratio, right? Plus it takes a lot more of the creamer than it does of the sugar. So they'd have to be larger than regular sugar cubes. But I feel like there's a thing here, because let me tell you, I've used that, that terrible um, chalky wannabe milk stuff and it's horrible to like pour that in your coffee and then like try to, no, it'd be much better as a cube.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I see. Well, if we're really trying to workshop this, I suppose you could have <laughs> stream cubes with different ratios could be yeah. like the more, the most sugar, the middle sugar, the least sugar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that, that could be a thing, but it's, um, I don't know. I think it's a good idea. I, I feel like they, there must be some, some issue with trying to get the, the cream into a cube. Because otherwise, like, why are there sugar cubes and not cream cubes?
0: It feels to me like the process <laughs> of making your coffee is a very individualized ritual thing. And I think it's but probably all part to- of the comfort of having a coffee is my guess now no
1: but we all have to like use mass-produced products so like
0: unless as I mean it's been years since I've had coffee but when I did I either had it black or, or like in a latte form so when I was like drip coffee I would just have black coffee and you don't have to deal with any of this nonsense you don't have to have sugar you don't have to have any, you don't have to have anything you can just you don't
1: have to but like ew I mean, I'm Just intense black and I coffee? Want people to know that
0: straight away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been years since I've had it, but yeah, that's
2: but the Same only way. thing
1: with like tea, you know, you can do all sorts of things. But like, I feel like, look, if as a society, <laughs> if we're going to cube sugar, I feel like we also, also should like have cubed creamer. Cream.
0: That feels wrong though, right? Because cream is supposed to be liquid.
1: It's true. And you can get those little liquid things, but for the most part, like when you work in an office, you get those big cylinders of like chalk, like chalk dust cream. That's what you get.
0: Yum. <laughs> I, I, I still say just drink coffee black and then you don't have to put all this nonsense in your body. But anyway.
1: Yeah. But then, you know, heartburn and indigestion and that's just, you're already at work.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I'll eventually follow along <laughs> with that thought process. Um, so Sean is essentially pitching this to Javier while on the job covering for Ben at Dean and DeLuca. But that doesn't stop Javier from assessing that Sean is the better worker because Ben is going to make a call to Dean and DeLuca.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: From He's going to call Sean.
0: Sean's own cell phone, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Javier's going to tell him straight up, like, Sean's a better worker than you.
1: He shows just... up on time.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. He comes up with Shream.
0: Yeah. And so now they're trying to figure out, like, has, has he done the mission? You know, he just got there. Apparently they know what the mission is. Javier's urging Ben to tell her you love her. And, and Sean. Let's wait.
1: Well, let's wait for a moment just to... Kind of double down on where where he's calling from. Yeah, yeah. So he showed up and he hid behind a car, and then he kind of like hides behind a, another. I don't know if it was like a tree or another cabin or something like that. And then now he's standing in the bushes, yeah, watching them canoe. No, not quite yet. Lake. Not yet.
2: Mm-mm okay so he talks later. to him
1: later when he yeah. does that but so now I guess he's hiding by the like other cabin slash wooded area mm-hmm. just sort of panicking yeah yeah yeah
0: it is a bit of a wonder that he even got cell service over here at this day and age because like not everybody had a cell phone which is why it's such a big deal that Sean has one and why he had only that option to bring with him. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that there was going to be service in Rhinebeck by the b So uh So he got lucky here. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, Sean is a little nervous that, you know, Ben absconded with his cell phone because he's, Sean is waiting for a call, a very important call from an independent film channel. And so sean is gonna give ben one job he's like ben you answer that phone professionally you say blumberg productions
1: Blumberg productions mm-hmm. how can we help you today
0: yeah that's pretty much it just just make it seem like you're you know professional
1: mm-hmm. and that'll come back to uh to make us happy later
0: yeah yeah they're they're gonna pay this off uh, a couple times um but yeah so That's our whole teaser. And I actually think that that pretty well set up. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of stuff happens in this episode, but I do think that pretty well set up what we're trying to accomplish here um, and what the, you know, the main issues are going to be. But when we come back from the teaser, when we come back from credits, we're going to be in the dorm. We're going to be in Felicity and Megan's room, but only Megan is in the room, obviously. Felicity being in Rhinebeck right now. Megan is putting on some makeup she's fun little was it like disco music in the back I don't know what that was
1: chewing some gum she has a fantastic dress on there was a lot Um, of gum chewing in this episode yeah I mean it was it was necessary for this scene Mm -hmm. It, it was very important to this scene that she was in fact chewing some gum she's um she straightened her hair and you know she's I don't know. She, she's got like a red thing going on with her makeup. It's like sort of tinted red and then I feel like it's not quite working for her, but she works it out later in the episode. But the dress is a knockout and that gum is going to come in handy when we see the water start dripping down into her powder, her compact.
0: Yeah. We've got a leaky pipe situation happening here.
1: Yeah. And Megan's going to fix it. Mm -hmm. She knows how to fix it.
0: Pulls over a chair, gets up to the height of the pipe, which is a bit of a weird exposed pipe in that room. It just seemed out of place and strange and that's okay though.
1: I feel like that happens a lot. in like just buildings and dorms and places that have been converted, like you just have a pipe, but you don't notice it because, a lot of the time it's painted the same yeah color that's probably as...
0: what it was it wasn't painted it was just yeah. like a dark color um it was a pipe color up against a,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a white wall or some sort of neutral tone um and anyway she's got the tool it's a good thing she's chewing gum because okay this is this is fine I'm just gonna take the gum out of my mouth and
1: put it over the leak on just this like pipe you do. she
0: thinks yeah
1: yeah I mean, if there was YouTube around, it's probably what it would have told her to say, to do.
0: Not sure that's what would have happened, (laughs) but this felt like it's the wrong thing to do, even not knowing much about
1: plumbing. Mm. Uh And we know Megan, she, she doesn't tell anyone.
0: No. And again, let's just bear in mind for a second. She is the resident advisor here. So if she's not going to do anything about it, nobody's going to do anything about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh...
0: The can't leave for even one second. Um, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to get that little moment. And uh, just to let us know that there's some hijinks happening with the pipes.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And then we're going to head over to Nolena's Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Elena's apartment we've got Elena and Julie there (laughs) and I bet I'm willing to bet that this conversation was headed in a direction that fish didn't like
1: I didn't um no they uh they're talking about Nolan Ruby and how they're hanging out and Julie seems a little jealous Mm -hmm. she seems not particularly happy about this um the scene also frustrated me because i think this is probably the worst elena's hair has ever looked like the half braided like it's just no just no mm
0: -mm. okay maybe that was meant to match the state of her apartment i don't know i
1: mean uh well you're right the hair she keeps the hair through the whole episode and it was really bugging
0: well the apartment only gets worse and worse
1: (laughs) in this episode it's fair um but i did like the scene With Tracy. Tracy Tracy is everything here.
0: Yeah, so just before he shows up to put a finer point on it, yeah, I would say there's, Julie's a little jealous, but it's coming, she's being uh, cloaking it, I guess, as much as she can. Like, Elena could go through this conversation not clocking it, which I think Mm -hmm. was Julie's goal. You know, Julie's asking questions like, do you think she still, he still likes Ruby? Um, And then Elena makes this statement like, well, you know, if she weren't pregnant, they'd probably still be dating. And Julie was like,
1: yep. huh. <laughs>
0: but Elena doesn't really pick up on any of this, but I knew fish would.
1: Yeah. Yep. I did. I clocked yeah. that. I clocked it a number of times throughout the episode uh, where Julie, Julie just, she's creating chaos by inviting more and more people to this apartment well, <laughs> later on
0: did anybody want this did anybody want julie being interested in noel here curious no. No. very very curious um because yeah. they gave us they've given us a couple episodes now or they're building into this and it's like can you abort this mission because we like that's what we're thinking but what are what are you all thinking was this a pairing you liked um especially with ruby here i don't know it's strange
1: Guess it would be what joel does anybody want Joel?
0: Mm-hmm. Or Newly?
1: Newly. We'll work newly on it. Newly Joel.
0: Yeah. Um, so fortunately, Tracy interrupts us. He bursts yeah. onto the scene. Surprise! <laughs> it's Tracy and some guy named Vincent. Who? Uh, I think two two observations about Vincent. Number one, Vincent was aggressively chewing gum mm. in a very Vincent way. Which, I don't know. We're not (laughs) going to see a lot of Vincent, but I assume this is what Vincent would be
1: like. Was he called Vincent or Vince? I feel Mm. like his name was Vince and you just, like, gave him a full name.
0: Okay. All right. Well, it could be that I imagined. I mean,
1: I like that you think that he's in trouble. It's like, Vincent? (laughs)
0: Hmm. (laughs) Let me, let me just, Vincent, Felicity Show. Let's just see what happens if I write that that doesn't help oh wait no still doesn't help okay well I'll eventually find this but yeah, anyway we'll figure it out yeah so he the other thing I noticed is that he took Jim's uh, uh hair gel budget
1: no he wasn't the only one he, there, there's more okay there there's a few places they look they had leftover hair gel from the last episode. They had purchased too much. In this episode, I will go through. They completely blew their budget on something else, but they had some hair gel left over and they have given it to some people who didn't get a chance in the last episode um, to experience the crusty spikiness that is the 90s hair gel
0: he he had a look i have to say yeah and i uh, noticed it it was so bad so it yeah. was really offensive um <laughs> vince slash vincent whoever you are you need to apologize uh it's
1: not his fault that is the fault of both the hairdresser and the person who you know allocated the budget to too much hair gel
2: his
0: name was vincent
1: <laughs> okay
0: played by chip sickler Who's IMDB picture doesn't include anywhere near as much hair gel. Um
1: I feel like Chip Sickler is a better name than Vincent.
0: But they're yeah, okay. I'm here. I with see. Chip. It's his name though, not the character name.
1: I know, but like still.
0: Yeah. I Don't see. come up. Don't
1: come up with a character name that's worse than the person's actual name.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there you have it. So go for life. Hot take. So um Basically, Tracy to the is, rescue. Why is Vincent in this apartment? You may be asking. <laughs> and I by thought... the way, they're like uh, carrying arm loads of stuff with them, like supplies, paint. Yeah. Um.
1: So well, and Vi- and Vincent walks in with what I thought looked like a like a carpet cleaning, like an, industrial... Like an industrial
0: vacuum or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was,
2: it,
0: they it was have like... supplies. They're here yeah. for work. and <laughs> Tracy just disrupts everything. And he's like, OK, so here's what's happening. Vincent and I are going to take down all this wallpaper and we're going to paint your apartment is what's going to happen. And yep. like, no, that's not a thing that you're going to do <laughs> in my apartment. And she's like, I've got this under control. And Tracy's like, nope, <laughs> definitely don't. if you don't like 10 episodes you're gonna lose your deposit on this apartment which is a fair point
1: (laughs) i mean also none of his business but fair point yes yes it's a fair Um,
0: point you're right none of his business but he comes in he just he just sweeps in in here and she's like you're not going to make decisions about my apartment you're not going to decide what color my walls are going to be he's like well that's why i brought these swatches and he pulls <laughs> out all these colors he's like i was thinking maybe
1: this one or <laughs> this one I, yeah he thinks lavender would look very nice oh, yeah. no he just comes in and he takes charge he's like he you know this is a problem for my woman and i am going to make it better
0: and she's still not convinced she's, she doesn't want to be disrupted. He's like, no, no, no. Three cleanup days.
1: Yeah. That's it. She's like, you cannot make a mess. You can't. And he's like, mess. There will be no mess. And she pushes back. She pushes back. She pushes back. And then, you know, he's just, he's like, this is, this is it. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Just go with it. And so she's like, all right. And they have you know a stare what? off.
0: They just stare at each other. And then finally she caves.
1: Yeah. And Julie. Mm, she's like, she whoa. Is, yeah.
0: Nobody bosses Elena around.
1: And Elena's like, uh, he's not bossing me around. She's like, no. And Tracy's like, yeah, I am. I and do. then turns to Vincent and says, "Who's a man. Vincent comes back yeah man so what do you think Melissa is Tracy the man I guess so everybody you know most of the people in
0: that apartment agree
1: Hmm. yeah I mean look at the very least you gotta give him credit for trying uh he's (laughs) a very confident fella
0: yeah this yet another reason why this should be a to be continued episode with the next one (laughs) ah I think
1: Okay, because I'm assuming this is just my assumption, you know, he's going to end up doing a great job and it's going to look fantastic. Um,
0: Sometimes it has to look worse before it looks better. Exactly. Let that be a life lesson for all of us.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I do think he is going to solve this problem for her, uh, even though he may make a few mistakes along the way. Um, He's going to get it done. I have faith.
0: Yeah. So we're now going to go back to Ryan Beck and this time Ben is where you thought he was before. He yes. is now he's hiding behind a bush.
1: Yep. That's
0: right along the the, the waterfront. And he is, uh, he's watching Fulliste Greg and he's on the phone and he's, he's, he's basically narrating what's happening to whoever's on the other end of the phone, which we find out is going to be Sean. They're in a boat. Well, like a canoe. I don't know like <laughs> he doesn't know what it's he's looking at
1: that's <laughs> definitely a canoe
0: it's some water going vessel um yeah. and yeah he's just kind of updating them on that and you know Sean's trying to figure out did you complete the mission well no clearly he hasn't yet okay
1: I mean look they are across water like what is he supposed to do yeah. he is currently stalking them in a bush oh, and goodness. they are they are on the water Now, what I took away from this scene, for the most part, is that apparently, in order to stalk people, you must first put on what seems like a recently ironed button-down shirt, Hmm. so that perhaps um, you can trick them into thinking you're not stalking them or look good when you show up. I mean, he's been in a taxi for two hours, and he has a
0: very—he's—he took a train
1: oh that's right so he's been on a train and then in a taxi and he has like a very crisp clean button-down shirt on mm-hmm. I'm like hmm yeah. what's happening here
0: what yeah well he what? wants to look good for his woman Apparently. um I again
1: Greg's woman at this point
0: I, that's true again I just I, I ask you to consider like did you ever think this would be happening when you watched the pilot episode nope
1: <laughs> Spenanners.
0: No, this did um, not
1: seem like it would be a thing he has clearly lost his mind <laughs> it is gone his mind is gone he's uh, lost it.
0: because of that it's especially important that sean reiterates remember to say blumberg productions <laughs> when you answer the phone yes. okay you've yeah. got one job here
1: well two he's got yeah he's he got, got two jobs. one is i mean ben says look they're out on the water I'm sitting or I'm standing in a bush in my button down shirt. They were off skipping. Like, I feel like I should come back. And Sean is like, nope. Mm-mm. You complete that mission. Yeah, you have to complete you the complete mission. Complete the mission. And uh, yeah, so, so we're he- going to leave him there. We really leave him
0: there and we just pick up again with Sean back at Dean and DeLuca. And he's talking to Javier. He's like, any chance, because because he wants to get streamed in front of some muckamucks. So he's like, any chance you could get me an introduction to maybe Mr. Dean or Mr. DeLuca? Mm-hmm. And Javier's like, well, no, I just, I don't know how much clout I have right now. Because I'm about to ask for a favor because I want to apply for college next year.
1: Well, so here's my thing, though what Javier says is I may not be here much longer Mm -hmm. because I'm applying to college next year, which Mm -hmm. to me says, if you're not going to be there, go ahead, like use your social capital. Like that's when people do stuff. Like give the guy a break. He's came up with a good idea for one. Well, second time I I did like the the vending machines. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, Hey, give him a shot with mm-hmm. Mr. Dean or Mr. DeLuca either yeah. one
0: okay that's fair I didn't
1: assume those were real people I just thought that was kind of I don't know fancy
2: mm-hmm. fancy
1: names but all right they're okay. people good to yeah. know now I'm also hoping that this means that Javier is going to be in college with them because that's going to make me super happy
0: well Fish I think that's what they're trying to set up here yes oh yay yeah. yeah he's gonna go to
1: that class okay this is amazing part of the objective
0: now we're going to transition into sort of like two parallel scenes that are happening um at back at the dorm uh we're, we're going to start with ruby and noel who are coming off a walk they've been spending some time together and they're at ruby's door and they're
1: and they were studying they were huh. studying together okay. because noel says yeah Noel says um, it, the studying was not fun but Ruby Ruby and him are laughing they're laughing and they are having fun and uh and you know we find out that Wade's are coming Uh
0: Wade's coming Wade soon.
1: is coming coming
0: he he is looming if you will um mm. and he, and so Noel asks a little bit about that, you know. Like, How's that going? And Ruby's saying, Well, you know, we're basically we're strangers. I mean, we have this huge thing that's between us, but we're strangers. And um Noel's wondering if they've talked about what the next step would be. And Ruby says, Well, no. And that's probably something that's making me nervous in this situation. No clue. No clue
1: what's gonna yeah. happen
0: there. Um and so they're they're standing in front of her door. And we're gonna cut over back into Megan's room
1: where yeah, But before we cut back, I'd just like to make a little observation here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Ruby seems to be wearing the female version of the Ben's button-down shirt here. She's got the same color, same uh, same button-down shirt, and, and then we look over at Noel and well, he's got the same shirt in brown and we're just we're gonna track this through the episode we'll see how many button-down shirts we find but
2: Holy let no. me
1: just say that's ridiculous this is where the budget went it oh. it was it, there you know there was the leftover hair gel and then they just blew everything in this episode on what clearly was some sort of clearance sale for button-down shirts <laughs> Okay.
0: Um okay. Yeah. Well, somebody who has a slightly different look than that. We're we're yes. now going to move over. We're not going to totally leave Ruby and Noel. We're just going to go down the hall a bit to Megan's room
1: Ugh, where she is putting on boots. shoes. No, mm-hmm. no. No. She is lacing up leather shiny leather boots. The so to call those shoes is like an affront to I'm not going to get mad. She has some amazing boots. (laughs) Okay. okay, (laughs) They're fantastic. She's fixed her hair. It's up in pigtails, skirt, shirt, everything. A plus. Not as great a grade for her fixing of the pipe.
0: Mm -hmm. No, because this is where the sound effect matters, you know? So (laughs) (laughs) she's doing her thing with the attire. And, uh, all of a sudden, you hear like the sound of a piece of gum springing <laughs> off of the pipe, and then you hear this really steady hiss of water. And Megan kind of looks up with wide eyes, and she knows she knows what to attribute this to. But we're gonna go back down the hall now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to give us a little taste of what may be coming. We're going to go back down the hall, back to Ruby and Noel, who have gotten a bit closer, gotten a bit closer, and they're having what appears to me to be an almost kiss moment.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Were you seeing I mean that? that they, were, they were definitely getting closer. It was like an intimate conversation. I I didn't write it down, but I guess I, I wouldn't have been surprised. I don't... they're definitely getting closer
0: it was intimate enough it's like what was was, what else was going to interrupt them or disrupt this moment but what happens next yeah it was
1: intimate enough that like it was you know a a definite disruption Mm -hmm. that they then have to deal with this weird noise
0: which is a very loud what sounds like the whole pipe just broke
1: yeah Bursting, yeah. Just
0: bursting. And then, you know, (laughs) we see Megan slide out of the dorm room (laughs) that she was in into the hallway, trying to stay up on her, I guess, her amazing boots.
1: Amazing boots.
0: And can't because she's slipping all over the wet floor. And she falls. And they're just looking on thinking, (laughs) what on earth is happening and she just marches past them and says the pipe exploded
1: yes she's just shaking water off like a cat would you know Mm -hmm. she's got that big furry jacket on and um i mean noel has been an ra Mm -hmm. i mean up until this point he was the worst ra ever i i don't i feel like his title might be in jeopardy
0: just now so i, I think you know because at the end of the day megan flees this situation and it's new Noel and ruby that go to the room to investigate what happened yeah
1: and we don't actually know whether or not megan left to go tell somebody and who actually took care of this but i, mean, I think we odds? have a yeah i think we have a pretty <laughs> good idea that megan just went wherever she was going yeah. and just showed up a little damp and uh and Noel probably went to dean allison and had a discussion about you know pipes
0: like hypothetically (laughs) (laughs) if i knew somebody whose pipe burst (laughs) because those are the kind of conversations he has with deans um yeah so that's a necessary mess, I guess, to get mm. us to all the rest of the stuff that's happening in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for now, we will we will leave this neck of the woods, and we're going to go into another set of woods. We're going to Rhinebeck again.
1: We are, and this is this is a nice, romantic, you know, situation with uh, a little bit of music on and a a little more of that leftover hair gel showing up all up in Greg's hair yeah and I guess
0: he just cooked some dinner that they're savoring or they had just finished eating um and they're like mid compliment and you know Felicity's like that dinner was awesome and he says well my sister had that that was a recipe for my sister she's like great it's like well this is fun and all and I know we don't want to rush things but I do think we need a fire because we're in a we're in a cabin we're in the woods might as well have a fire
1: yeah I mean he's very clear he's like we both know what don't rush things means I don't know how he then said ways to but I still want a fire like if I lit a fire that means that we're going to have sex um but okay we're gonna have a fire and no sex that's that's what they have agreed and so the hair gel I mean Greg gets up
0: well and I do think that this is uh an important thing for them to address because this was a major sticking point for you on the last episode where you're like she's gonna like going away means having sex and uh they're basically setting up where they're going away but they've agreed that they won't and yes
1: and that makes me happy
0: Yeah. So that's, um, uh, you know, I, I feel like it directly, one of the things that I was like, oh, I hope this works for fish. Um, (laughs) but yeah, they, they basically lay it out right there. It was like, it was about, it was about having the getaway. It was about having the time together, but they've set up a boundary in this relationship.
1: And I think, yeah. And I mean, it makes sense, right? Because going away does mean having sex. So they were like, all right, we're addressing this issue we all know what going away for the weekend means. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to say, we're not going to rush things. And we all know what that means. Mm -hmm. So let's just, we're all on the same page.
0: Mm -hmm. So they were like fish. They actually, it was amazing. I couldn't believe when I heard Greg be like, now I know we said, we weren't going to rush things. And I know we all know what that means fish. You know, I couldn't believe the nod directly to you.
1: I mean, it was amazing. It was very prescient of him yeah yeah
0: um
1: yeah it didn't and, really
0: happen I made that up but that's okay that's okay
1: well later they will talk about fish which I appreciate um oh I forget well, about
0: that so I'm we're gonna have to surprise me when I when we get there remind me oh, of what yeah. happened
1: yeah oh my god um so Melissa paused here and I thought it was fantastic that she paused because there was this lamp that I don't know what was going on it was like white uh it looked kind of like a bunch of antlers had been Mm. put together or like maybe a dead tree Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um but i loved it but i don't know if that's really why you paused it no
0: well i was just writing down so greg has to leave for some reason right they had to give him some reason to leave and so this the reason they come up with is he has to go get firewood to make the fire
1: he has to go get some wood for felicity Mm -hmm. and i thought he, this was an excuse for him to run into Ben, which is why I had a very large reaction when we then see Felicity bringing the dishes over in front of some very large windows
0: Weird. yeah so uh, as he's leaving to get the firewood he he has one of those like horror movie comments that he like mm-hmm. looks back at her and he's like you know be careful I hear there's a madman out there in the forest and, and I was like,
1: yep, it's We're all ben. very aware who that is. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: and so, yeah. Okay. So you were expecting us to then follow Greg outside, but instead we stay inside. Felicity takes the dinner plates. She brings them into the kitchen. She's going to wash them off in the sink. Their sink was in front of a set of windows. And Ben is right outside the windows. <laughs>
1: yeah. He just like you just see these windows looking out into the night Mm -hmm. and i couldn't i couldn't keep my mouth shut i was just like no no ben don't do it don't do it don't do it and then he did it so just just popped right out
0: this is where i was very curious how this was going to land for you because coming off the last episode there was it seemed like there was almost nothing that could be said when Ben showed up here, that would be satisfying to you. And the good news is Ben said almost nothing.
1: Yeah. Yes, that is exactly what happened. Uh, He pops out in front of the window and Felicity's like, what the, okay, come around to the door. So he comes around to the door and she opens the door and he says something like, hi, or look. And she just, eviscerates him she I mean basically
0: doesn't let him get a word in edgewise he's trying yeah, he keeps no, trying to interrupt to can. say something of substance
1: and she, his just his guts are falling out on yeah. the floor as she continues to like twist the sword he cannot speak she's just eviscerating him like and, and I all... think that is absolutely 100 appropriate
0: Yeah, I mean, it it starts with, like, what you told Richard about, Greg. That was disgusting. Yep. Uh, It starts there in a very specific way, and it gets more and more general to the point where she's like, I want you to leave, and then she says, I don't want you in my life anymore.
1: Yep. She's very upset. She's like, she's mad already, and she talks about, you know, specifically what you said, like what he did and then points out like, good for her. I'm here with Greg, like I'm here with another dude, Yeah. go away and he won't go away. And that's when she's like, she just gets more and more mad. She's like, I, you know, just that's it. We're done. I don't ever want you. I don't want you in my life anymore. She, I, I feel like tw- a couple times in this
0: episode, they make her totally explode. You know, which
1: is again justifiable. I mean, yeah, it, for
0: me and important because they don't ever like. When did she ever, you know, up until she met Pavon? How much did we see her just getting angry? It, it felt like it was such a rare occurrence. I'm trying to think. Um, maybe in the scene where she found Noel about to leave with Hannah, but even then it felt like it got quiet, not angry. Yeah.
1: She just kept walking. Um, I think the scene where she gets up from the table and she leaves her parents, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. again, she didn't say that much.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is like two confrontations where she's in the confrontation. She stays there and she just lays somebody out in the same episode and I really I just think this is where she's been pushed to
1: well and I think it's also a maturity you know it's Pavone saying you know don't be the like good little girl the polite the quiet the your needs don't matter and you can't express them like get angry that was specifically what Pavone was saying like it's okay to express what you are feeling mm-hmm. and she just goes ahead i mean to me i just sort of saw this i think it's hard not to see it as a bit of a horror movie and yeah. i'm just imagining this horror movie where you know the the boyfriend has left and the girl's alone in a cabin in the woods and the killer pops out in front of the window and then like gets to the door and like shoves the door open and then the girlfriend just, like, shoots him in the face, mm-hmm. slashes him up with, a sh- like, a sword, and then lights Instead him Instead of fire. running up the
0: stairs screaming, they yeah. actually.
1: <laughs> like, end of movie. <laughs> yeah, end of movie. Like, that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very effective. I You know, I don't know what Ben thought was going to happen here, but, he, well, that's it. She slams the door in his face, and that is, that's all. That's all but, she wrote <laughs> for yep. her. Like he's not gonna get through to felicity anymore at this cabin. And so he now He looks- stumbles off yeah. into the
1: darkness, the remainder of his, you know, flesh and, and bone just in the moonlight to get a cell phone call.
0: That was beautiful. Um yeah. Uh
1: <laughs>
0: he takes a he takes a beat and then he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He answers the phone. He says Blumberg Productions.
1: And of course it's Sean. You know it's Sean. We yeah. all knew it was he Sean. He was
0: testing Ben to see if Ben would answer the phone that way.
1: And Ben can't deal with this right now. None of us can deal with this right now. and uh, just hangs up on him.
0: Yeah. And now we're going to head back inside. It's been, it's some amount of time later because Greg is back. The fire is roaring now. Um, and greg's looking i don't know greg greg is still on vacation mode yeah. right felicity has been ripped out of vacation mode which you can see Gren's, greg's like clocking this and he's not really sure why all of a sudden felicity is not in vacation mode anymore with him but Greg's kind of excited. Greg's happy to be away and Greg's, you know, making sure the fire is all good to go and he wants to start kissing her. He's looking kind of concerned. He's like, wait a minute.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like everything, everything has just changed for her. Yeah. Um, She started out with this, what I felt was like relaxed or relieved to everyone to feel about it. Happy skipping. Mm -hmm. We're on a lake together. Yay and now she can't even make eye contact with greg she tries i mean she's she's still trying i mean mean, it's a little bit like unfortunately the ben pam moments of like Mm -hmm. she's trying to make out yeah not working out so well
0: and he's at first he's trying to kind of connect with her through that and then and then he's just like what what's happening
1: well greg Greg thinks he knows what's happening and and he tries to address it he's Mm -hmm. incorrect but he tries he's like look we both said no sex you know like you're like there are no expectations here sleep on the couch yeah you know well and
0: because at the moment when they when she pulls away from kissing he's like are, you all right? she's like are you fine and he's she's like you know what I'm not fine and, and then the first, first time she
1: pulls that. away she's like yeah I am fine and then she like goes back to trying to kiss him again and uh she kind of mirrors what Ben did with yeah. Pam it really does oh Pam
2: Pammy
0: pam, pam. Um, but so now she says she's not fine. Greg goes into his whole there's no expectations thing. And she's like, that's not it. That's not it. Yeah. Like, it's it's not you. And he's like, How it's clearly he... me. Yeah. <laughs> like... How could he possibly know what had just happened?
1: Like yeah. in what universe could he be like, oh, like clearly you know, your random psycho ex showed it. Like, no. Yeah. Like poor like, Greg he's, here is like, saying it's not you. It's obviously me. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, like, I went to get wood. <laughs> I made a fire. And now we're having issues. Yeah, like, what, yeah. What else could
0: it be Felicity? But she tells him, she says, well, Ben was here. Greg's like, Ben was wait, wait, here. <laughs> and she's like, in this place. And she's like, yeah. yeah. Well, I was just out getting yeah. firewood. Yeah, he was here.
1: He's like, yeah. um, well, we have to call the cops because that's what you do when someone stalks you.
0: And he and uses Felicity, the term psycho.
1: He does. And Felicity's like, um, right. uh, But see... Like, that's a bit much. Yeah, because, I mean, stalkers aren't always bad. Like, it, sometimes <laughs> oh. it's okay. <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, she kind of... <sighs> When pushed to that level, she's like kind of backing Ben up a little where she's like, no, no, no. Like I told him to go. It's not. I told, I, I told him to leave. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't want him around anymore. Like she's saying all this to Greg and Greg is not buying it for a
1: second. Well, and he confronts her with it. She's like, look, I told Ben, I want him out of my life. And, he, you know, Greg just looks at her and she looks miserable
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and he says then why aren't you celebrating Mm because she looks like thoughtful and guilty and you know like she's having a real problem with this and And I I wrote all this down
0: because good for Greg um he says there's like an escalation here he says then why aren't you celebrating why aren't you happy why did you stop kissing me? Why did you say no when I asked if you're okay? It's like, good points, Greg. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like all answer questions. questions. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, all of these things, Greg has been noticing all of this. Mm-hmm. He is aware of the position he's in. He is, you know.
1: Uh... Greg is, he's not dumb he's Glad just I'm not greg yeah i mean he's <laughs> <laughs> he's in a bad spot but he i think he does the right thing he's like you know what like i'm not gonna stay up here with you when we're in this situation like i'll mm-hmm. see you in the car yeah Let's
0: just go back they're just gonna go back to school I mean, yeah felicity doesn't fight him on that i mean her vacation was over the moment yeah ben showed up and it's not like what's it gonna accomplish greg trying to pretend that didn't happen look at how felicity looks you know i mean the, it's pretty obvious signals and so the mood is officially disrupted and
1: it's like let's just go let's go back yeah he killed he killed the mood mm-hmm. you know what else is dead um i mean nolena's apartment and possibly tracy once Elena gets done with him
0: yeah i wrote nolena's equals apocalyptic <laughs>
1: is that unfair um i mean it's something it's there's like a pile of something i mean is that wallpaper there's something in the middle of the floor and what you can see is just it looks foggy
0: looks foggy it looks dark like any
1: apocalyptic (laughs) movie
0: like the, the fallout of like radioactivity or something yeah it's it's brutal it's it's
1: and tracy walks out in like an n95 mask
2: mm -hmm.
1: and and everyone else around him doesn't have the benefit of said mask
2: yeah and
1: they're having some issues you know with like breathing and julie asks what's that
0: smell because it's julie elena and noel in the room here who have just showed up and Julie asks, what's that smell? Lena says, the death of a relationship. Yeah, that's such a great <laughs> I line. I loved that line.
1: Such a great line.
0: You know, you blink, um, you miss them sometimes, but that was great. Um, yep. And so Tracy <laughs> pops into the room. Turns out Vincent's getting some emulsifier. whatever that is uh you know the group start running through some of the symptoms they're experiencing from breathing (laughs) in the air which includes you know uh did did julie say she was feeling lightheaded
1: i think so lightheaded um Joel at one point says he
0: can't feel his tongue
1: yeah numb tongue
0: (laughs) she's like that'll pass yep (laughs) you're in phase one it's okay
2: yeah
1: um, I mean he he pops up he's he's still chipper he's mm-hmm. like look it's it's okay and Elena just is about to kill him she's and so angry. she's like you said there would be no mess he's like there's not gonna be a mess um <laughs> yeah looking around but then he like, says yeah, you can
0: stay at my place and Elena's like I would like to stay at my place
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay look mistakes were made but we're gonna fix it (laughs) we're gonna fix it it's gonna be fine this is so weird yeah so
0: um i guess emulsifier is part of the fixing process i think
1: emulsifier is uh like a something that dissolves because he said it's something like they we put the wrong thing in the
2: The thing yeah
1: (laughs) and like sprayed the walls with it and uh i'm guessing now there's like stuff on the walls that they need to get off uh, that is also potentially going to kill everyone
0: yeah (laughs) so that's unfortunate but all this stuff needs to happen because eventually we need everybody to be staying at the loft
1: (laughs) yeah so julie's gonna come up with a terrible idea Mm -hmm. and just she's gonna invite noel to come to the loft i mean alina too but but really Noel. she wants Noel to come to the loft
2: when
0: they were the breaking story for this episode it was like okay how do we how do we take out every other location (laughs) 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 it's just like it doesn't matter if it makes sense it doesn't matter if it's all so weird we just need to make every other location go away for a little while
1: (laughs) yes i mean everything from a flood to not being able to breathe the air to a psycho stalker to you know that that pain in the ass swain Mm
2: -hmm. i mean
1: everything has to go wrong for these people
0: yeah and so now we're just going to double down on that Felicity back from Rhinebeck is trying to walk into the dorm
1: (laughs) but it's flooded yeah I don't know like uh, would she come off the elevator because I feel like the elevator should not have been running uh, there were some things
0: about where she landed here that I was confused about, including the fact that there was a projector running. Yeah. <laughs> but i I'm assuming it was like the main lounge area of the dorm. I guess she must have come up the elevator
1: um i feel like that's not something that should be running when there's a flood on a higher floor
0: yeah probably not anyway there's as much confusion in the scene as there is behind (laughs) the scenes here with me and fish because people are just kind of milling about Mm -hmm. right now there's just students kind of all over the place there's caution tape everywhere yeah and uh felicity finds out from megan she she finally navigates to her room she finds out from Megan that well all of you are staying at the cafeteria for two weeks where are you gonna be Megan Megan's gonna be at Swain's
1: yep Swain you know that guy who we will the, never meet yeah the the little one the little guy the weird, from, little, guy? <laughs> the weird little guy from the mail room the thing is there is going to be a weird
0: little guy later, but his name is not going to be Swain. So there were two. Yeah, I guess so.
1: I mean, um, that or Swain was like a pet name.
0: It makes me so happy that she just <laughs> Swain. I don't care if I never meet him. Just her saying Swain. And like yeah. all the times the name Swain gets dropped in this episode and everybody just sort of scoffs while they're saying it, it makes me so happy.
1: And I kind of have a picture of Swain like mm-hmm. in my head he's he's older
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's shorter mm-hmm. he's he's got a beard um I don't know I I feel like she and Swain get along and, and but she wants to know before she doubles down with Swain like uh so what happened with Greg yeah
0: she'd like to know and she gets the sense from Felicity's
1: response that
0: not good things happened they're back
1: they're bad yeah mm-hmm. and Felicity said nothing happened so Megan's pretty happy at that point that's good news. and she is gonna leave that room she's limping I don't know why but she's limping with an attitude mm-hmm. and I'm loving it well she slipped pretty hardcore
0: she did but later yeah, on
1: she won't have a limp so I just I don't know yeah. it fixes itself
0: well, sometimes it's just it's a momentary thing yeah well we're gonna head to the loft
1: yeah this and, is things where need to start
0: happening there
1: yeah this is where my notes just explode and like, like sorry i don't know what order things happen in or who necessarily says things all the time we'll get i there was together. just writing okay. writing for my life
0: well the first this first piece here at the loft this is probably the the least people will see there for a while so um i've basically sean is showing them yet another invention he's showing julie elena and Noel because all of them have turned up seeking refuge from Nolena's apartment mm-hmm. um he's showing them like what is it a motorized marshmallow roaster it is a
1: marshmallow rotisserie oh my god like um, a chicken rotisserie and what I enjoy getting so much about this is as the marshmallows go around the rotisserie, they start at the top, you know, just like a raw marshmallow. And then as they go around towards the fire, they just catch on fire, completely catch on fire. <laughs> and as they go up the other side, they continue to burn until such point as they go out and they're fully blackened. It's about near the top. (laughs) And at that point, that is when Sean takes two graham crackers, smushes it over the completely burned carcass of a marshmallow and Uh, starts handing them out. Wow. Yeah. That's why your notes are a mess. Cause you wrote all that. About I didn't write any of that. Rot- okay. Got it. That okay. was just in my head. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I um, only wrote the words marshmallow, marshmallow rotisserie. rotisserie.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. You really <laughs> painted a picture for us there. Um, yeah. It's fr- frankly, guys, I don't even know. Usually somebody works on one invention at a time. It might take years before you've got a model and a prototype and this guy, he's got vending machines he's got marshmallow rotisseries he's got Got condiments he's got uh, he's got everything smoothies um Yeah. yeah my goodness this man
1: I would not say this is one of his top inventions but it is one that a quite a few people will try unlike smoothies
0: yeah yeah well in the middle of this experience that they're all having ben returns he is back from rhinebeck and the mood in the
1: loft <laughs> gets a bit bit more somber Hmm. yeah he comes in with a little rain cloud over his head yeah not knowing that everyone knows
0: what the mission exactly was exactly yeah
1: what happened. and that it failed
0: yeah they all know both of those things so yep. Ben has that look of mission failure and Sean's like, Well, would you like a s'more? <laughs> ben agrees, and Sean starts doing his infomercial-esque description of what the marshmallow rotisserie machine is doing. And Ben's like, Can you please just not narrate? Just just give me, yeah. the-, <laughs> just
1: give give me the s'more. s'more. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in the mood.
0: Sean. Yeah. And so now, um, is it Julie that raises it first, where she's like, yes. "So didn't work out with Felicity," and Ben's like, "Ah, so everybody here knows <laughs> what was just happening." Yep. And then he says, "What? Did she call you from up there? Tell you what an idiot I was?" And Julie Julie makes an important distinction for him. She says, "Well, no." she called from down here to tell us what an idiot you are
1: and the hope the tiny little glimmer of hope uh sort of comes back to Ben. i mean he's he's clearly very happy that she did not stay up there with greg
0: and then julie's catching him up a little bit more and she's like yeah but then when she got back you know the Pipes burst in the dorm, and so you know, she's gonna be staying in the cafeteria with all the students for some time.
1: Yeah, and let's just take a moment. Um, so Noel is here in the loft, and I get that it's not his place, but like how did no one think to invite Ruby to have a place? Yeah. I mean, she's like five, what is it, five months pregnant? Like, what's up, guys? think yeah yeah well they'll get there eventually but it
0: it wasn't the first instinct unfortunately
1: wasn't anyone's first instinct except Felicity
0: yeah because Felicity's a good RA um Mm. yeah I guess so uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean of the RAs that we've seen she's probably the best
0: best. yeah definitely better than Daryl
1: yeah Daryl was was the worst really bad
0: um, so as Julie's catching Ben up on the whole situation, Elena makes it a point to be like, "But don't go to the cafeteria." <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like I'm not going. I'm not going to the cafeteria. I'm not going to do it. Um, yes, <laughs> Elena. He needs Elena throughout many times this episode to be his voice of reason. He just doesn't have yes. her most of the time.
1: That's but unfortunate for him.
0: Then. Then there's this look from Ben. It's like the most crushing, (laughs) the most crushing look where he's just heard all of this. You know, he got the whole download of information and he looks, he looks down and then he looks at Sean and he's like, she came back. And he says it in this really low whispery voice and Sean just kind of like nods like, "Mm mm-hmm, and then ben
1: looks back down and
0: i was like oh my god i'm i'm dying, <laughs> I'm so dying i don't ben understand
1: dying. i don't understand because for me that moment is it's his hope it's his like he came back and he was did we mention the evisceration with the burning and the yeah, yeah. and now she came back like she did she there's, did, there's
2: and
0: then hope. he finds out. And, yeah, well, so when I, because when we were watching that scene, I was like, "Oh, I'm crushed," and Fish was like, "I don't understand. It's hope." It, and I was like, "I'm crushed with hope." I know. <laughs> I was like, these emotions don't seem to match up. Well, he wasn't exactly. I mean, when you think of the word hope, you would think Ben would be smiling or showing some like level of excitement, but he, but it's drops his head and his eyes and he doesn't smile at all but he the way it sits on his lips these words like she came back
1: it's kind of like for me i like the moment where maybe kate winslet would have let leo back onto the the rotting board so that he didn't like you know freeze to death and die Mm -hmm. like He's desperate in that hope. It's like yeah. he's in the water freezing to death. And and she might let him back onto the the board. She, sorry for those of you who haven't seen Titanic. You ruined doesn't.
0: everything, fish.
1: <laughs> I know it's it was only like what twenty five years it's ago. Not
0: a um, podcast. <laughs> we did. Or maybe I told you it was a spoiler-free podcast at the beginning, but those of but you, you listening, yeah, it's it. fine. Um yeah so this hope
1: it is it is like (laughs) it is not a spoiler for your podcast just in case and and not only of felicity but apparently all other things but look if you haven't seen titanic yet one titanic is a spoiler of
0: titanic like you know the plot before you start okay
1: but also like i know you think you're going to see it but if you haven't seen it yet you're never going to see it (laughs) Like, like, I'm sorry. stopping you? Yeah, I'm what sorry. What has been stopping you? It's not going to happen. Okay. Like, I have things that have been on my bookshelf or, like, in my movie queue <laughs> for the last, I don't know, 20 years. I'm never going to see them slash yeah. read them. And this is just a moment that you need to accept. Jack dies. Kate does not let him <laughs> on. This is savage. <laughs> this is absolutely
0: savage. Look, if if you were like i just haven't gotten around to it for the last 25 (laughs) years you
1: weren't ever gonna watch it you were it was not gonna happen i have spoiled nothing for you yeah listen just recognize sorry sorry. about We're very sorry (laughs) i'm not sorry i fully fully believe that is true okay well, um, anyway, this is how I feel Ben is feeling in this moment. You know, and, I mean, if yeah, I try well? to
0: think about what Ben is feeling in this moment, it makes my head explode because he there's just been all of this sort of you used a word in a previous podcast where it's like they're like magnets. Yeah. And I think it's undeniable that they're being brought closer together partly through Ben's actions. Partly through their being brought closer together. Like, that's just it. It's just life. So there's an observation there from Ben that might give him hope. And they were getting closer and they had the whole election. And they were grabbing each other away from posters and stuff. And having, you know, giggly, touchy-feely moments. Like, it was the most physical touch we've seen between them in forever.
1: And let's remember, she was dating Greg at the time. So let's just mm -hmm. not pretend it's all okay.
0: And then, you know, then he does this thing. Where he leaks sensitive information about Greg to to well to Richard, but really to the Everyone. entire school. Yeah. And Ben is feeling bad about himself. It's not just about how Felicity will think. I think Ben feels really, really bad about what he just did. Yes. And so there's that. And he's probably really reeling from the disappointment in what he just did. He tried to, he tried to undo it and couldn't and then to have felicity come down on him this hard and
1: you know justifiably and say things that are all
0: true and and you know that's but how much would it would he feel it if it's coming from her and then guts
1: falling on the floor lit him on fire is the way i described it
0: it's awful and then to have this moment where it's like after all of that him going up to Rhinebeck and getting eviscerated at the doorstep for 20 seconds Mm -hmm. and then going all the way back to the city and she came back what the actual (laughs) what's happening in his brain right now
1: i think i think he's happy that she came back but again it's this like desperate clinging to this tiny 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 spark of hope because yeah. it's not necessarily that she came back for him right mm-hmm. even if it wasn't working out with greg that doesn't mean she forgives him even if like he caused some sort of rift there doesn't mean she's coming back for him mm-hmm. like you know i i would think he's all just completely mixed up inside and like trying to keep the spark alive while thinking like, okay, he could be a lot of other things.
0: I feel like Ben is, I, I feel like the representation that we should have in our minds when we think of Ben is Nolan Elena's apartment right now.
1: Can't breathe. Like it's just Tracy's inside of him
0: it's it's uh dystopian (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's a mess it makes your lips a little numb (laughs) (laughs) or your tongue maybe yeah it's
1: uh i mean it's a representation of of a lot of things that are going on um
0: yeah the, the pipe of his own heart burst um i don't know Uh, that was too much. I'm sorry for that really horrible (laughs) (laughs) metaphor. Um, anyway, we're going to cut over to the cafeteria now. Felicity and Greg are there. It turns out Greg got a call when he got back because they wanted help from people in the health center to take care of people. I'm so confused by everything they've set up here. I can't make any heads or tails of why they're in a cafeteria. when there are probably yeah. a lot like, of classrooms
1: that would fit well, the number of people the gym maybe like the sports center um maybe not the like, place
0: everybody eats
1: yeah like maybe like <laughs> housing like around the you're in New York oh. there are cheap hotel rooms that you can find somewhere there are other dorms from other college campuses you could probably rent
0: Fish, why, where is the entire student body gonna eat
1: everybody um well I don't think it's probably the only cafeteria. I mean, it seems pretty small to be the only cafeteria. We had two
0: cafeterias where we went to school.
1: Yeah. And then we had like a bunch of other places you could eat too. So like,
0: yeah, but they were all like special hours, not places you get your food and you take it out most yeah. of them but I feel like a lot of people proper did that. cafeterias and so if you knocked out one 50% of the food consumption would be well, impacted
1: yes but I will say like you and I were athletes and I feel like a lot of the athletes did stay on meal plan because it was worth it for us because mm-hmm. we ate mm-hmm. um I feel like a like a lot of people um especially after they were freshmen, like meal plan was really expensive. Mm. We were really the only ones who consumed enough to make it worth it. So, like, I feel like a lot of people just went off meal plan. I mean, there, it wasn't, I don't think it would be that big a deal. But I also agree that there are plenty of other places they could be. and yeah they're just they make a reference to I think the Red Cross or the Salvation Army at some point they're like
0: I mean I th- it wasn't a literal reference though I think
1: yeah but it's like they're like <laughs> trying they've got them you know set up in cots around in this I don't know I feel like they could have done a better job of this but then again the the University has been disappointed disappointing in in a number of ways mm yeah it's just being the most recent
0: well so i i guess greg got the call they're looking for more people to help uh at the cafeteria get everybody set up and i guess having somebody from the health center on hand was probably useful for them
1: yeah i mean there was a girl who clearly like hurt her finger I mean, yeah he was totally, it was bad to say for that i mean he had to really put a bad. band-aid on it
0: yeah um, um and he's had... obviously there because it's her dorm and
1: uh-huh Let's and ruby again lessons. let's all remember ruby in this mm-hmm. i mean the worst thing would be the bathrooms
2: mm-hmm.
1: or ruby um yeah um but melissa I, loved the song uh, that was on just kills she me. loves the song and i've looked for this song before song. and yeah.
0: i cannot find it it's it falls into the pit of season two songs that we just cannot find from the dvds if If you're listening to this and you have done this Lord's work of finding the song that is playing, it's, it's, it's sort of a montage, not really a montage. It's, you know, it's the song is playing and we're watching Felicity looking at Greg right when we get to the cafeteria, if you found it, por favor. (laughs) (laughs) You would make this Melissa very happy um, if you went ahead and shared it with us
1: because gosh but says she weren't into it well i really like the song itself um it was like sort of a 90s dark like i don't know chris cornell it did um, have a
0: little of that yeah
1: yeah feel to it which i love like as music it didn't really seem to fit the moment of giant bustling group of people stuck in cafeteria um but what i did clock during this was before, you know, when Felicity was thinking about Ben and was getting uncomfortable with Greg, she wasn't making eye contact. And now he can't make eye contact. Like she Mm. looks over at him and he looks down. And so she, I felt like she's standing there and watching him kind of again do hit do his thing like there are positives to both Ben and Greg I think Mm -hmm. and they're very different positives and for me it was like in that moment she saw again all the things that she liked about Greg she is appreciating him she's remembering like all the good stuff that he does and I mean for me she's just flip-flopping back and forth between these two boys this whole episode um so she's gonna go ahead and approach him you know thinking thinking about him instead of thinking about ben for a change
0: well and it's also worth noting we didn't see this but they spent greg and felicity had to spend two hours in the car together from Ryan back to go back to the dorm and or to go back to this cafeteria and <clears throat> that was an opportunity for both of them to think and probably not talk a whole lot yeah. if I had to guess. And they might've reversed position during that. Like, we don't know. And they don't, they probably, my my guess is that a lot of that car ride was spent in silence, but they were both coming to some, doing some serious thinking about what was happening. And um,
2: I,
1: feel I think like the, the, the car card ride feels out.
0: really bad.
1: Yeah. I feel like the car ride up also was pretty much in silence. So they had some pretty awkward car rides.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know. So I think Felicity does approach Greg and Greg is trying to, I don't know, make some lemonade out of these lemons. Like, well, <laughs> it's probably for the best that we came back when we did. And Felicity says, no, it's not no, it wasn't. And he says, well, you know, then, then, you know, I got the call right away and look, they need me here. And she's like, yeah, but you put all this work and you drive, you drive two hours, you make this meal, you make the, you know, you know, she's like listing all this stuff that he just did for her. And she's like, and this is what you get. You know, it, I think she's putting herself in his shoes. She doesn't like how it feels and So she's making a genuine apology. And she says, can I take you to dinner tomorrow? But Greg, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Greg, it feels like Greg's really skeptical right now.
1: Uh, I think for a good reason.
0: Yeah, he's like, "Uh, what about Ben? And she's like, no, no, like Ben's over. He's out of my life. He's done. It's done.
1: And she promises that he's not going to get in the way anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and Greg agrees to go to dinner tomorrow. You know, uh, I think, I don't know. How do you think Greg feels when he's saying that?
1: Um, you know, she has said to him, like, basically I'm not going to have Ben in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's gotta be giving him confidence.
2: Okay.
1: Now, i don't know how they any of them deal with what happens later because ben's not going to be in her life anymore and yet he's her new roommate um i don't know how greg walks in that room i don't know how felicity walks in that room i don't know how ben stays in the loft like i don't know how none of them like interact in the loft
0: Okay. Well, we'll get there in a minute. Um, maybe it'll help to get there chronologically and try to talk it through. I mean, I think it's a bad situation. Yeah. I think it's all the more reason. I mean, I guess the question in this moment is like Felicity is saying it's over with Ben. Like he's he's out of my life. I'm not. it's not going to interfere. Um, and I guess the question for Greg is how much do you believe it? And
1: he believed I believed it enough. He believed it enough to go to dinner. He did. Hannah? So there's
0: there's at least the shred of hope there, I think, for Greg in this moment.
1: Um, and he then we just has more hope than Ben does at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it seems like that. Felicity is making a show of of trying to resume things with Greg here. So at Ben's expense.
1: So again, justifiably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then so we're going to move from here to still at the cafeteria. We're now in sleepover mode. Sleepover at the cafeteria with cots. That um horrible. It does not sound good at all. It doesn't sound sanitary. It doesn't sound like a <laughs> you know, health considerations abound at a cafeteria. But anyway,
2: it- Ruby
0: and Felicity are next to each other and Ruby is asking Felicity all about Ben and her. And-
1: about Felicity and her choices
0: yeah and Felicity basically tells the story of the pilot over again
1: yeah because Ruby asks mm -hmm. you know did you follow Ben to New York because that's what Noel said and I just don't see you as like that kind of person
0: and and Felicity said well you know initially I came for Ben but then I realized later basically like a matter of episodes ago (laughs) that (laughs) as much as i was running towards something i was running away from other things um
1: yeah she goes she this is i think this is interesting she she says that she she saw ben in high school and she thought if we knew each other we would love each other
0: i wrote that line down too i thought that was a really interesting line
1: yeah and and while she says Yes, I was running away from something. She says, you know, she also was running towards something. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I think that's an interesting way to express it. I think it's she didn't just say to Ruby, "I had a crush on Ben." To say that I thought if we knew each other, we'd love each other is such a different way to put that. You know, it it's like an instinct. It's like a
1: it's a f- well, but then she's going to undermine it. Mm-hmm. like completely and totally undermine it and say that it was just a silly fantasy, beautiful and shallow.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that the actual relationship was different.
0: Yeah. I mean, she says it's a fantasy. And Ruby's like, uh, who gets to date their yeah. fantasy? That's amazing. And <laughs> Felicity was like, no, it's just not like that though. You know, it's
1: like never meet your heroes.
0: Yeah. Um, and I love Ruby says the thing I've often thought uh and been confused about she's like wow whatever he wrote your yearbook must have been great it's like yeah what was up with that benjamin i just continue to be mystified um <laughs> had ben just done it, what everybody else does and written good luck in the future ben
1: <laughs> k-i-t
0: keep in touch <laughs> yeah. Like that is what the majority of people who know you about as well as Ben New Felicity would write in your yearbook and for him to write all that he did really did set off the chain of events that led to this show. So Ruby's, you know, Ruby's
1: I mean I think you owe uh Ben like a thank you i mean you love this show
0: i owe Bennett thank you and i'm also deeply confused about everything from like the first <laughs> <laughs> like 18 episodes of season one i don't know um uh, my goodness
1: <laughs> anyway um <laughs> but i love of i mean and this just seems so felicity like even though Okay, her her she has been thinking a lot about Ben, I think, and I think mm-hmm. this this is an indication of that. Um, of all the things, like you can't bring that many things, right, out of your room. Mm-hmm. She brings that yearbook. Yeah, with she the didn't message. want it to get
0: water damaged.
1: Well, she has a situation. lot of books, and like this is the one she she brings,
2: yeah. and
1: and i do feel like she did have this moment of realization around greg but that was once she'd already gotten her stuff uh and come to this room so i just thought you know the whole way back everything after ben has come and talked to her and you know she's still thinking about him
0: yeah i did like this shot that they close out on here as bizarre as this 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 whole situation is of you're just you're looking from sort of further back it's a it's a wider shot and you're seeing this whole room full of people who are sleeping in this cafeteria and you just see that Felicity city is has a flashlight on she's the only one awake she's got a flashlight on and she's reading this book under the cover um
1: and it's her yearbook and it's on the page that ben had written and i mean yeah. why does she need to look at this you know she's memorized it by now
0: <sighs> yeah i mean goodness so i mean a good thing for ruby she you know because felicity was red hot hopping mad mm-hmm. and now Ruby's like remember all the good things remember the mm-hmm. time when you loved him remember that <laughs> so ben owes a debt of gratitude to ruby right here for helping to soften the situation um or at least felicity's emotional state
1: and but the thing is right after she eviscerates him i I think she starts thinking about him i mean she's been thinking about him and she continues to think about him and the only real time that she i feel like has been focused on greg is between when she gets out of the car at this or maybe in the door to the cabin
2: mm-hmm. to
1: when ben shows up and then this moment when she looks at him across the cafeteria to when ruby says hey do you follow Ben in new york yeah like those are the only two moments ever in the entire relationship that she's actually been focused on Greg like just Greg Greg. oh Greg
0: um so we're gonna the next day we're gonna go over to Dean and DeLuca and Felicity looks a mess I mean she don't look that bad well she looks like she's got a crick in every part of her body it's like oh <laughs> it's that cafeteria. she's stretching
1: yeah definitely she's definitely stretching so
0: so and javier sees her she's like oh gosh what a mess you are how about you stay with me and samuel
1: and then comes the creepiest line so far out of javier's mouth
0: uh, great yeah
1: <laughs> mm, we'll, we'll because, sti- yeah maybe you have this exactly I don't have it exactly, but it's something like, uh, we'll stick you between us in bed and me and Samuel will make a sophomore sandwich. It was something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Moving on on from that. So many levels. (laughs) Yeah. um, But
0: then he moves from that and says, why didn't you forgive Ben?
1: Yeah, he is really on the Ben train. He can't believe it. Um, he
0: was, he was, you know, and you have to think like Sean probably chewed Javier's ear off about this while he was working at Dean and Angelica when he wasn't talking about Shreem. And so Javier probably feels
1: pretty invested. Well, and you know, he's got a little thing, little, you know, minor crush and, and he, you know, even though Noel's a cutie and Samuel would have to watch out if he was gay, Mm -hmm. he he and Ben have a special thing so Mm -hmm. like I think Javier's team Ben all the way
0: yeah and so Felicity is unpacking this with Javier but she has a very particular view of it she's like you know Ben going up there disrupting this whole thing he was really selfish
1: that's right Javier says he wasn't selfish he he was the opposite of selfish. He was, I fish, no, he like I buy fish, buy fish,
0: like sell versus oh.
1: buy. Ah, oh.
0: yeah. Uh it took me some watches of this episode before it landed on me, and I'm so I'm happy fish, that I could
1: buy fish. Yes,
0: okay. um, he's at a loss. <laughs> But However, he, feels it's he did say
1: of the word "fish" many times.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So she's Felicity is seeing Ben's actions as selfish. Javier is like, you need to look at this from a different angle. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, and and he tries to show, like, he he says, you know, Ben. Well, first of all he's like this this was not about ben this was about you and and showing you how he feels and uh that he and says by fish
1: line well she makes the again good point that hey if he wanted to apologize right he's not apologizing to me he should go apologize to greg coming up there and talking to me was selfish
2: yeah. He
1: owes that apology to Greg. He'd ruin my life.
0: So Javier wants to disrupt her angle on this. And so he says, you know what? You just need to see Ben through different eyes. Look at him through my glasses. So he takes off his glasses <laughs> and he puts them on her face. And I feel like this is probably a scene people think about just in the look of it, Felicity mm-hmm. wearing Javier's glasses. And then once the glasses are on, he's like, okay, can you see the new Benjamin? Can you see how much he's changed? He was just so you know, he was, I, you know, I was, he was talking with me after the whole thing about the the leak about Greg's, you know, information. And he was almost in tears about Greg and Felicity was like, really? Um, I don't know. Javier, Javier is trying to, to show like Ben is, Ben is thinking. Ben is a thinking man now. Ben feels, Ben is a feeling man. Ben is not just doing these things, um, I don't know.
1: He's like, you You know, you're not you're not seeing how much he's changed. And I think she hasn't really been 100% maybe focused on a full relationship with Ben. But, you know, she was having fun with him during the campaign and such. So it's not like she hasn't been thinking about him. It's like you know, she's she was confronted with this horrible thing that he did and she's having a reaction to it.
0: And it's really unfortunate because I think that, the uh, you know, by many accounts, Ben has changed quite a bit. I, you know, and she's had a lot of direct evidence of that for her to, like if she really sat with Javier's words, it might call up a lot of things that experiences she's had with Ben in this year. But because he just did this, he made this huge monumental mistake it it, it it took her off track from being able to see the progress
1: um although she's still thinking about him
0: yeah I guess so but so Julie's gonna show up at Dean and DeLuca Felicity's still wearing Javier's glasses so Felicity's like hey and Javier's like hi you uh.
1: <laughs> Well, he's got his eyes basically shut, which I, I don't know, the glasses are tinted. So I don't know if he has like an issue with light or something, but like he he took the glasses off and basically just shut his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, that has not been my experience with glasses that you can take them off and keep your eyes open.
0: Yeah. Well, Julie's going to have to announce herself for <laughs> Javier's benefit. It's Julie. Um yeah she's gonna invite Felicity to stay at the loft, but Julie is also mindful of how incredibly awkward that is. And she's like, uh, "Um, and Noel and Elena are there. Like there's a whole bunch of people. It won't just be like you staring at Ben the whole time. And then Felicity is like, well, that makes sense, but can Ruby come?
1: Well, and so first of all, Julie, Julie shows up in a very offensive necklace. I mean, oh it's rough it's purple and it's got three feathers sticking out like all over the place and at different points she will continue to wear this necklace and at different points it will be like around her neck in different places and like one feather will be pointing one way so just no to the necklace um and we think that would be enough of a reason just not to come but you know Felicity probably wants a bed and the point Julie makes is look, you're gonna make up with Ben eventually. And here is like, if I'm gonna have a problem with this episode, right? It starts here.
2: Okay.
1: It's like, all right, she eviscerated him. Fine. Good job. Mm-hmm. But the thought of I don't ever want you in my life again to yeah we probably are gonna make up and let me go be roommates with him for the next two weeks Mm -hmm. seems to have happened quite quickly and yeah I think I do think
0: that like the conversation with Ruby probably helped um
1: I don't think that's maybe enough for me i don't think that she really
0: meant i don't want you in my life anymore i think she said that in the heat of the moment out of anger i think that it was like a mini explosion i think that she thought that she was going to be in rhinebeck away from everything and get a chance to get a breather and then he interrupted that and forced her to confront him or have to listen to him and she decided to confront him (laughs) so she wouldn't have to listen to him I don't I don't really believe that she meant don't be in my life anymore. I I think she clearly, said
1: clearly, clearly she doesn't. But she does repeat it like three times. Mm-hmm. She says it to Ben when she's blowing up and then she says it to Greg when she talks about Ben and then she says it again to Greg, like right before she has this moment with the yearbook, you know, where she's like Ben's over. He's not getting in the way. And I think when Um, it comes
0: to Greg, I think that's why we've seen so much skepticism from Greg. Like even, you know, she has been in denial about Ben since the moment she met Greg, you know, even going back to the episode where Maureen lost all those files and they're, you know, they're working through the night trying to just Greg and Felicity trying to replace them. And Greg asks, you know, about Ben and Felicity appears to be confused by the question, but it was like, no, Greg's just picking up on what's clearly there, (laughs) like that, you know, he's asking because Ben certainly seems to be interested. Um, Greg was noticing and I think Felicity has never been able, been willing to verbally acknowledge for herself or for us. Like we may think that we've been seeing looks from her in recent episodes, But has she ever really said to somebody else, like, yeah, I see what you're saying about Ben.
1: I think I get
0: why he's around me. I think, I think I'm having feelings too. Like she's not verbalizing that. And I think Greg's always been kind of like,
1: Oh yeah. And I would say it actually goes back another episode. I would say her, like her kind of real strong denial and and kind of digging in with that denial actually happens during the pool scene you know because she just she's having a very like intimate moment with him and she's happy and she's like i just want to swim but she's also compartmentalizing because of her dad right Mm -hmm. and it's like you really have to compartmentalize if you're going to have that type of moment with somebody and not at all think about it going further yeah um
0: and i think this is the problem for greg and probably always has been where it's like well i can't you can greg okay you're in a relationship or you're trying to be in a relationship with felicity and you want to have these honest conversations because that's what a relationship requires and he's seeing this problem for their relationship And he's asking her about it and she's answering him in a way that I think she feels is true, but it doesn't appear to be true to any other human. And so I think at a certain point, Greg should be losing trust with Felicity here. Like not because she's lying to him, but because she's lying to herself and can't give him an honest read on the situation. And he's just getting screwed over by this again and again. And at a certain point. I mean, so yeah, Felicity backs up the comment a couple times with Greg here, but I think that's par for the course because she's always been like, ah, Ben's not a factor.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: now she's saying Ben's not going to be a factor anymore. It's like, well, how is that different um, than what I've been hearing from you all this time? And it's never been true. Yep. I mean, the fact that he's I don't know. The fact that he agrees to go to dinner dinner with her is like, what is he? He's got to be close to the end of his (laughs) room. Like maybe there's a little bit of hope, but I don't know exactly where he's manufacturing that from
1: because. Well, for me, the only reason he would agree is because her complete reaction to Ben showing up was I never want him in my life again. And so if, if his issue is, Ben's got a thing for her. She's, you know, kind of maybe has a thing for him. The only thing that would give him any reassurance is I'm never going to see this guy again. I am completely Hmm. cutting him out of my life. And that's exactly what she gives him for about 20 seconds. Yeah.
0: For about 20 seconds.
1: I mean, the fact that he goes to Ben's apartment To pick her up for dinner?
0: Did he definitely know it was Ben's apartment, you think?
1: Did anybody know? He doesn't look look surprised to see Ben there. Okay. Because Ben's sitting right there.
0: Yeah. Well, regardless, I mean dinner's gonna go awful. So like (laughs) I think whatever the whatever that like final straw is for Greg here, I think it's one of these things
1: not really he's <laughs> still you at know. the end of it he's not done with her so anyway we will, we will get he's there. extremely close yeah uh he's yeah he seems close. pissed yeah um but far, now far from that <laughs> um,
0: um spoiler
1: uh, yeah
0: I mean not lo-
1: not much longer for the show yeah I guess I mean, like
0: look at look at where they look at what just happened like where will your hope be after this
1: um, yeah but I do want to go to to the game night scene because everybody in the world is now in the loft and Mm -hmm. just about all of them so Elena has this fantastic fantastic shirt on which I probably shouldn't say because I kind of owned one just like it so you know I'm saying I have great taste okay which I do everyone else I mean just about everyone else not Megan she's not there yet but still A good number of the people are all wearing the discount button-down shirts. Oh, (laughs) Like, just look around the room. It's like, girls, guys, doesn't matter. Everyone, you get a button-down shirt. You get a button-down shirt. Ben has three different colors of the same button-down shirt at different points during this episode. Button-down shirts for everybody. Yes. Okay. I mean, all of them almost all of them well (laughs) I don't know maybe there
0: was some sort of a product placement thing happening in this episode
1: for button-down shirts that that there's there was no brand I don't know maybe maybe they I don't know I'm telling you sponsorship for discount button-down shirt
0: okay well before we actually see that though we are going to be in the loft we're going to get a totally unnecessary moment between Noel and Elena (laughs) where they're yeah. doing laundry and Noel picks up one of her thongs and he's like how is this comfortable she's like don't ever don't ever with that yeah. <laughs> why why did we need this
1: i think we needed this and i okay. think we needed this to solidify the fact that nolan elena will never date and i need that right now because with this whole Noel julie thing going on i just can't but like that reaction to me is like brother, sister, like okay. they've made it to that point. You know, I, f- I'm feeling confident in that. Okay. And so we needed we that need scene to-
0: for you, for your peace yes, of mind. Just I for it. me. I will grant it was you all that. about me. Okay. So. <laughs> that one scene. Thank you. Thank you, JJ Abrams and Lawrence Trilling.
1: Um, also, I don't think Elena would wear that color underwear. And that's that like meshy style. I, I. I disagree.
0: Okay. Well,
1: who are you to
0: say? <laughs> um, I- <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So Felicity and Ruby get to the loft. Basically, everybody's just going to start arriving at the loft. Felicity and Ruby arrive. Ben and Felicity have this awkward exchange of looks. Sean's like, hey, game night.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and that allows everybody to be disrupted. Um, Tracy then arrives which is concerning oh,
1: for felicity felicity says thanks for letting us stay ah yes and ben's like see ya mm-hmm. um but he i don't know i i don't know how they they think like, she just had this whole confrontation with him how how are they just fine like how do, how do they not have a conversation how how was she there how 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 okay okay i (laughs) I don't understand
0: how this happened i it's almost like how they're compartmentalizing it it's like if you're in a fight with somebody and then you have to go support them at like an awards dinner or something you go
1: she doesn't ever want him in her life again that's what she said But she really does but then say something like, don't I know. show up and it's not have any emotion. Like,
0: on the one hand, it's like, okay, there's all these people here, so you don't have to have a conversation. But then, well, you probably need to have that conversation. There
1: are, there <laughs> are rooms. Ben has a room. Like, yeah. go
0: in and close the door. Well, Ben hides in his, getting his paper done, mm. um, apparently. He's, he, it's just a flight reflex, really. Um, yeah, he definitely is, like, out by... Yeah, he, yes. gra- he grabs any book off of the shelf. He's yeah. like, got to do a paper. <laughs> He's gone. Um, but he'll eventually come out of his room. But uh, Tracy's going to arrive. This is a real concern. Uh,
1: yeah. Because <laughs> who
0: is in our apartment right now <laughs> working on the wallpaper situation?
1: Yeah. Elena and Noel. Man. Um, I mean, I thought this was great timing because Elena's like, you know, I'm going to kick everybody's butt at mastermind. And then Tracy just waltzes in at that moment and is like, no, you're not. I am. I'm mm-hmm. going to win. It's going to be great. And they all, <laughs> Alina and Noel are like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> Who's in our, what's going on? Yeah. I,
0: <laughs> I had still, a real concern with Tracy
1: was there. <laughs> yeah. Who invited you, Tracy? How did you know where they were? are you stalking Elena?
0: this is just not good
1: so but you know we're gonna I put literally wrote down <laughs> why is he there like i yeah. don't understand
0: yeah i'm putting that on a shelf for a minute and we're, you know we're doing game night and s'mores all right we're all just gonna relax
1: <laughs> it's gonna happen it's gonna ha- i mean we're gonna have a lot of games lot megan of games. arrives yes she does and you
0: might be thinking why now why is megan here
1: I mean, (laughs) Megan is there to show everyone how to wear their hair and her amazing purse. Okay. And also, you know. But Felicity is going to say what's on
0: all of our minds, which is, what about Swain? Yeah. (laughs) Megan's
2: like,
1: Swain is a giant son of a bitch. Which is so funny because he's actually very small.
2: Yeah.
0: I love everything about her knowing a person <laughs> named Swain. And I loved the delivery of Swain is a giant son of a bitch. <laughs> that just answers everything. Great and one. then she's like, and Sean still owes me from the documentary interview. <laughs>
1: right. I gave you a tour. Now you owe me a bed.
0: Yeah. Like the only reason you need is that Swain is a giant son of a bitch, but I'm also going to give you one you want, which is Sean owes me oh my gosh
1: I mean there's the question of why are you not with Swain and then there's the question of why are you here yeah and so she answers both
0: she answers both to some level of satisfaction
1: more satisfaction than why Tracy
0: is there again how did he know like what who what it's true it's true well okay so now we're gonna head to a whole music montage of game night and s'mores Yeah. And it's kind of, um, how would you describe this fish? It's kind of like flowy.
1: I would describe this as a giant montage of people with longing looks for each other.
0: Yes. It's also that. It's a flowy giant montage of people giving longing looks to each other. It just, everything kind of just sort of moves between, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It feels like we're just tracking the camera around the room over time. It's actually kind of cool. It um, is kind
1: of cool, but it feels a little bit to me like, I don't know, like we're following the longing.
0: The, yeah. I think like we're following it. the
1: gazes and yeah. they just go from one to the next, to the next, to the next um
0: so the the way that i wrote this down i just sort of like summarized for myself the little moments of like duos and trios that we see so we'll see like felicity and julie are playing a card game we're gonna then we're gonna see nolan felicity playing boggle which obviously there's a lot of history for us there but while nolan felicity may be playing boggle felicity and ben are exchanging looks from across the kitchen and then we see sean watching julie with longing. And then we see uh, as Felicity and Noel are playing Boggle, Ruby comes over and takes Felicity's place. So now it's Ruby and Noel who are playing Boggle. And then Julie was playing Sorry with somebody. But I missed who she was playing
1: with. I didn't track Julie at that moment. Uh, it I was a really stri- went...
0: quick moment. They, I don't even remember seeing who she was playing against.
1: Yeah, I went straight from Ruby and Noel to Felicity, to back to Felicity is looking at Ben. Well, popcorn. but and before
0: that, we have Noel, Elena, and Tracy playing Mastermind, or no Battleship. I think it was Battleship. Um, and then we see Felicity bring popcorn to Ben. And then we see Nolan Ruby playing some sort of a video game, but we just see them playing. We don't see the game. Yeah. And then Sean and Julie are playing backgammon, and this is where we kind of break for a second because sean's gonna get a call
1: yeah what do you think it means that we have all these different people and all these different games like i was trying to read something into like emotional or mind games or this that and the other but i honestly don't feel like anyone's playing a game here like it's just a lot of really confused, I don't know, er, people in their early twenties.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I felt like if you're gonna have a game night and you have everything going on, I don't know. It just felt like they were trying to say something about playing games.
2: Ah, uh,
0: although I am a fan of a metaphor.
1: Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't a thing.
0: I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess there are two ways you can do this. You can have a game night where everybody is playing one game, there could be like a role playing game, or there's something like that. But there aren't necessarily a ton of games where you get that many people involved. Um, I think They also did what they did where, you know, you've got all these different games that people can play and they're just sort of organically moving between the games and pairing off or getting into three or four groups of three or four playing something. And then when the game is over, they look for a new game. Um, I thought that the way they did this allowed for a much more visual cut between these pairings and these moments where people are coming together there's a lot of awkwardness in that room and there was the more the more people swap partners the more people had the opportunity to see that somebody that they wanted to be with with a partner they didn't want them to be with you know so it was yeah. like there's a lot of tension in this room because you've got weirdly enough like julie's probably looking at nolan ruby and sean's looking at julie looking at nolan ruby and you know we've got the stuff between Ben and
1: Felicity and yeah, what we've was got up with the popcorn because like it seemed like ben. a peace offering Fred, but like she's not the one who
0: should have the I don't know um depends on how you classify that right because she eviscerated Ben last time she saw him so she's basically he went to make a peace offering he never got to get the words out she shut him down in violent fashion and so maybe she's saying like
1: it just seems so quick mm-hmm. and and this is what i was worried about right this is where i was like you know is she gonna take him back like i i get that she eviscerated him good for her and i kind of buy the whole and then she starts thinking about him mm mm-hmm and the magnet thing where you know they just keep you know deep down somewhere ben is going to be in her life period Mm -hmm. as much as she wants to like push away they're just they're two magnets you know they're not they can't push away from each other
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um so like i'm buying this It just seems really fast
0: i'm hoping i'm hoping that the way we close out this episode helps you feel a little better um I don't know I mean at the end of the day Full City needs somewhere to stay she was in a cafeteria with a lot of people it wasn't ideal she should probably still be there because she's their RA yeah and that's her job she but... should have
1: said take Ruby yeah. and I'll stay but both RAs are now here yeah. in the loft <laughs> instead yeah so I mean,
0: you know, it's convenient. It's 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 trying to create a convenience. She, she didn't here. have
1: to offer him popcorn. That's all I'm saying.
0: To me, uh, the popcorn, I and I always think this when I see this moment: popcorn equals peace offering. That's it. <laughs> it's just it's not popcorn. It's a peace offering. And whether you feel that it's appropriate or not, that's still what I think of it as. So it's like.
1: Well, eh. when you say peace offering, does that mean she forgives him?
0: I think so. There's a lot of clearing of the air that never got, that never happened. Like the the air is not cleared, but you kind of figure Ben would be reluctant to go back and try to clear the air because does he want to be eviscerated again? So I think I think to me what it's saying is Full City saying like I'm in a more balanced state of mind. <laughs> like I am prepared to cope. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know that she needs to offer more than that, but I think it's sort of like, I, I will be some sort of a rational human. Um,
1: like like a, uh, we can be. We can be in a time. room.
0: Yeah. We can be in a room. We can be. Uh, it's not necessarily an invitation to talk because. If she wanted to talk, we've seen her do it many times. Can we, can we go have a talk? Like, can we talk about something? (laughs) Can I I talk to you for a second? Like we've had the number of times she's been like, can I talk to you for a second and pulled somebody out of a situation? Um, She's not doing that here. And she could, you know, she could bring him back to his room. She could have gone into his room when he was, you know, doing that paper. Um, She's not doing that. She's not trying to pursue a conversation, but I think it's like, we're coexisting. And that is at least a thing we can do, which is a step up for where she just left off, right? It's like, you can never be around. It's like, well, I will live with it. Um, it's not so necessarily- she doesn't forgive him. Uh, based on what we see next, I would say no.
2: Okay.
0: Um, I, I feel like, she has another explosion after this, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so I think it, the air is not clear. The water is not under the bridge, but a bridge (laughs) is like, there's somebody still submerged. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's just like, uh, I'm dealing then. Okay. I'm dealing just give me, Minute, I can't you know? believe
1: how how much the offer of popcorn says. It says
0: a lot to me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um so Sean gets a call from the Independent Film Channel. Somebody's working late at mm-hmm. the Independent Film Channel, and he gets An a very exciting phone call about how, you know, they want to buy the documentary. And so everybody's, you know, often there are different groupings playing games. He gets this call. He asks everybody to quiet down and we hear the call of his side of the call. And then he relays to the room what happened. Independent film channel wants to buy the documentary
1: everyone's so excited congratulations Julie's so happy for you and then Sean plants a big one
0: on her lips Sean just grabs her and kisses her in a kind of long kiss
1: right I I absolutely made a note of that I was like he kissed it's like he grabs her and kisses her and it's it's like partway through the kiss he's like I'm going to make this count. Like I'm going to try to convince. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, it was almost like, I'm going to try to convince her right now. Mm. Like, this is our moment. Like, this is like, I'm going to get passionate. I'm going to like, I am, I'm going to, it is shooting his shot, like Mm -hmm. all the way. And then, and at this
0: point, so Ben, so uh, Ben, Megan, and Felicity are playing some sort of a tabletop game together, and Ben sees this happen, and he, for everybody else in the room, is like open-mouthed, staring at them in
1: shock. Ben
0: just looks down.
1: (laughs) He's like, oh no, No. Sean. He's like, I just did this. (laughs)
2: It did not
0: go well. Did you learn nothing? The men of this loft are not having a good
1: day. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's kissing Julie. And then they pull away from each other. And she immediately stands up and runs away. Mm -hmm.
0: well she she slings back she takes a a marked stand
1: she moves out of kissing range she moves well out of kissing or any
0: sort of very quickly yeah
1: and so now it's real awkward
0: in that room
2: and nobody's
0: talking and uh, lena goes "Uh, so uh so that's the documentary we're all in right (laughs) <laughs>
1: and, and she's like, she's trying, and and a couple other people chime in, and Julie is just standing there, and she's like, Sean just <laughs> kissed me, right? Because they're they're trying to roll with this, like maybe
0: if we just talk the, about the documentary, it'll all <laughs> go away. And hey. Felicity is like pulling Julie back, and she's like, Julie, you saw it, is it, is it good? <laughs> and Julie's like, Hang on,
1: hang on. Yeah. Sean just kissed me. <laughs> Yeah. No, there's not, there's nothing else I want to talk about right now. Yeah. And then Elephant is in the room and it's over here. Yeah. I'm pointing at it. Yeah. It just um. kissed me, my lips are still wet from it. I'm going to give this award to the most awkward moment in the entire show so far. And I love that it has everybody in it. Uh-huh. It's like no one is left out of this awkwardness.
0: Could you have imagined that this is going to be the way? Like all the episodes where Sean has been pining over Julie, could you have imagined that it was
1: just going to be done like this? I really didn't. Um, And I also in the moment was like, you know what? I am way more okay with this than Noel and Julie kissing. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm hoping this will quash that. So I'm actually in favor of it. Okay. All
0: right. Well, I am amazed that you already gave your award for most awkward because, Fish, how many times can the most awkward thing happen in one episode? This is going to be interrupted, thank goodness, by a knock on the door because who's here? Wade. Wade. So Ruby and Felicity, run up? Out, out of the room to get ready. Yeah, she has to get lipstick. Ruby has to get lipstick. hmm And so Wade's now standing in this room. Wade was not what you expected.
1: No, my exact reaction was, that's Wade? Yeah, he seemed really disappointed. Okay. Yeah, that was not at all what Ooh. I thought Wade was, was going to look like. We apologize to
0: the actor who played Wade,
1: because yeah. apparently... <laughs> i mean <laughs> look my the reaction of ew is just it, it's such a contrast to what i thought wade was gonna be okay. and i get it i i i think i get what they're trying to do they, they're trying to make him look like noel and like kind Little of act like noel okay i see yeah but i don't see it at all like okay. he, he is not nearly as attractive as Knock Noel. Off, They Noel. really don't look like each other at all. Okay. Like they, he doesn't have any of the same mannerisms. Like mm-hmm. what are they doing? They do some like mirroring where they both look the same way at the same time. I'm just like, no, no, this is not working for me Okay, at all. So
0: everybody's probably thinking that in the room at the same time and nobody's talking and it's really awkward. And Megan breaks the silence in the most beautiful way. She says, so you're the guy who knocked her up.
1: And was like, Megan! <laughs> I, look, yes, that also was an awkward moment, but no, it doesn't even touch the Julie Sean kiss for me.
2: Well, we've got a lot of
0: honorable mentions in this sequence. <laughs> Noel's going to get up and introduce himself to Wade. He's yep. going to apologize for Megan. He's like, look, she's just Megan. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't know that being rude and cute or like two different things. And he's like, I'm Noel. And Wade's like, oh, oh, you're Noel. You <laughs> are Noel. Okay. Whoa. Um, yep. Noel's being the bigger man here.
1: Noel is the bigger man.
0: He is the bigger man. Um, and he's not knockoff Noel. So that's good news for him.
1: Uh. But then
0: we're going to get another knock on the door because we need more <laughs> awkwardness. We need to inject as much awkwardness to scene as we can. Who
1: could possibly not be here yet?
0: Greg!
1: <sighs> so
0: Greg shows up. Megan gets excited for a moment. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm here she- to get Felicity. Okay. That sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was perfect. Spot on. Yeah. Right there. yeah that's pretty much I like what that the- was you gave Greg a deeper voice than he actually has yeah it was
0: a little bit like Walter (laughs) from that one the vampire Walter I don't see how you can do that um I remember these things when I do impressions I make them count so uh
1: no and I just wrote down how, how does Greg walk into this room and how is he not confronting Ben and it's just like fine with Felicity being there okay so
0: subtext that we get in a minute when Greg and Felicity are at dinner is that Ben I guess saw at some point earlier on this day
1: oh that's right
0: went to Greg uh, Ben found Greg maybe at the health center And apologized. Had a whole conversation. Said I'm. I'm going to get stay out of your. I'm. I'm not going to get interfere. I'm not going to get in your space. Um. So Ben has had a conversation that we didn't see. I don't think Felicity knows that conversation happened. So I can't explain any of your reasoning, like any of your concerns around Felicity being there by that. But it would somewhat explain that like whatever confrontation greg and ben were gonna have they had it um when ben saw him first but i I don't know how great greg feels about the fact that felicity is there now you know that's still a thing but i guess it took a tiny bit of the edge off that ben approached greg and had a Probably my assumption of how that conversation went was first of all, I'm sorry for ruining your life. (laughs) Second of all, I'm sorry for leaking the most sensitive information about the worst thing you've ever done to the entire school. Third of all, I'm sorry for interrupting your date with Felicity. Fourth of all, I'm sorry for interrupting every moment you've ever had with Felicity. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do this anymore.
1: That's what I think happened. I don't know how much of it was true yeah i mean ben probably said i'm sorry and greg you know again gotta remember greg is an addict he cannot have resentment okay so it is very important that
0: monumental task here
1: yeah i mean (laughs) he's, he's gotta deal with it so i think he probably had some questions um and, and then just kind of said, you know, okay, better not.
0: <laughs> I guess what he's never had with the luxury Greg has never had in this whole situation is the sense that Ben was backing down from Ben himself. You know, he's yeah. always had to rely on information from Felicity about how Felicity was going to handle it, which has never proven to be true. Like it's never borne out that way. But Greg has never had Ben approach him and be like, "I'm gonna back off here." Um, but
1: also, Greg's not in a relationship with Ben. Like Ben coming to apologize for spreading, you know, the information around. Fine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ben coming to say, "I'm backing off your girl." Like, no, uh, Greg. That's between Greg and Felicity. Mm-hmm. And like,
0: yeah. Like, I mean, I did get the sense that that was what. I, I, I mean, they don't say a lot about it in that scene, but I did get the sense that it was like, "I'm not gonna get in your way," or like,
1: yeah. I mean, Greg yeah, says something okay. like, "You said you'd stop ruining my life."
0: Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, which I suppose takes many contexts if they aren't specific about it. But I would yeah. think that was Ben saying like, "I'm." Um, th- that would be one level of interpreting it that you would. I, potentially I got the have same impression. But we'll get there in a minute. So, all right. Ruby comes out. (laughs) Well, Felicity comes out first. She meets Wade.
2: You must be Wade.
0: That's why everybody's looking at you so
1: weird. (laughs) And then Ruby comes out. Wade. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, Ruby comes out looking like a knockout. I mean, Noel definitely takes a look at her. He does. uh,
0: This is a weird moment for Noel
1: yeah but she she looks gorgeous i mean she went in there and got the lipstick and just like masterclass in makeup hair what to wear like amazing
2: okay
0: all right but nonetheless here we are made um <laughs> And now everybody's silent again because this is another honorable mention for most awkward moment. (laughs) And then Megan breaks it again by saying, somebody leave. (laughs)
1: Love that. (laughs) Because they were all supposed to be leaving. Fair enough. And nobody was, nobody was moving. (laughs) Nope.
0: Just like simmering in this tension.
1: And I Um, had another one of these like charts that I drew. It was like, Megan was looking at Greg, Greg and Felicity were together, Uh, Ruby was looking at Wade, Noel was looking at Ruby. It's like another one of these, I don't know, diagrams of longing.
0: My goodness. Okay, so now that Megan has given the order, people can start leaving.
1: Yep, couples
0: Couples are leaving. Yeah, so Ruby and Wade leave first, and then Felicity and Greg shortly thereafter.
1: And Elena and... Tracy get up.
0: They leave to go get some food,
1: and and I just wrote down couples leaving, everyone else sad.
0: Yeah, a lot of (laughs) sadness after Elaine and Tracy leave. So now Noel's looking all weird, and so at this point, everybody who leaves, it's alternated by Julie being like, "Do you want to play cards?" (laughs) Trying to distract from the moment she just had with Sean. So she asks Noel if he wants to play. Noel's like, "Nope," and he leaves. like, Ben, do you want to play? Ben leaves, and Julie's like, I'm leaving. So Julie leaves.
1: Julie leaves and goes in her room, Mm -hmm. which has a giant peace sign covered in the colors and stripes and stars of the US flag. Hey. What? (laughs)
0: Hmm. What? I see her as a peace
1: sign person for sure but the US flag I mean first we got the flag in Noel's room yeah now we got the flag and like on a peace sign in Julie's room and it's huge
0: set decorators props department (laughs) we have so many questions for you if you're look if you're listening if you've gotten this far into our podcast after everything we said about (laughs) <laughs> the rooms and sets and props in season one if you're still listening we'd love to talk with you
1: yeah if if you or a loved one were a set de- uh, decorator on this show please get in touch with us we would love to interview you we'd love to get your thoughts we um, might show screenshots and ask why yes
0: sometimes that might happen sometimes I'm thinking of you, peppermint framed giant peppermint. I I just.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking of you, blue bike helmet that never right. ever ever gets worn. Yeah,
0: okay, we've got some things, but we'll keep it cool. We'll keep it. We've got some passion here.
1: Yeah, I mean, we will be okay. respectful. And who was and Rebecca Haas? I want to know that one. Yeah, I would look. We I'm have a lot of questions yeah um
0: boy that would be a dream so (laughs) yeah it would it would make make our
1: our year um
0: now that everybody's left except megan and sean sean turns to megan and says operation (laughs) i haven't thought about that game since the 80s and whenever i watch this show again
1: (laughs) I had operation, but then we lost all the little pieces. We all had
0: operation until we lost all the pieces.
1: And then did you also just sit there and make the noise? No. Yeah, see, (laughs) I was about to finish the story. (laughs) So then I just sat there and I touched the tongs to the little thing and make the noise. Okay, there you have it. That's all you could do.
0: I mean, uh yeah, so Megan's like, sure, what the hell? Let's just like Operation. So, but that doesn't last very long because nope. uh, we're going to see Sean trying to get the funny bone. The funny bone was so tricky. Um, it, was. it was. And funny. Ben interrupts. He slams the door. He's pissed.
1: <laughs> He's fired and for up. Or once, he doesn't call Greg a dick he doesn't but he implies it he's like what does she
0: see in greg
1: yep Uh. he says greg can kiss my ass and megan pipes up mine too anytime yeah which you liked very
0: much i did and then uh megan urges well i don't know she challenges I don't know if that's the right word either. She dares, I don't know what word to use here, <laughs> Ben, to go get Felicity because she wants you to.
1: Ben is all ears, he sits down. Yeah, he's he is intensely just like wrapped in whatever Megan's about to say next. He's like, huh,
0: what? Yeah, oh. so what? this next monologue from Megan.
1: This is something.
0: Here's the thing. Okay. I'm going to ask your perspective on this because I think that like internet wide people love, love, love this monologue from Megan. And I actually don't love the delivery of this. I think the the wording of it is a little clunky for it to come out natural. Like I've never, it doesn't sound like Megan would say all this. And I like that they have the misdirect where she's like actually making the whole thing up. I love that they do that, but it's, it's doesn't feel like this was written to come from Megan. And so I get a little lost in that, but so many people love this. And Megan does speeches in this show, all all except for this one, I think I resonate with. And for some reason, this one just doesn't land quite right for me. So how, how did this come across for you?
1: i loved it yeah i absolutely loved it and i think she's telling the truth and i think it does sound like megan because we have a couple of things going on here one she wants ben to go get felicity so she can have greg right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so she's gonna say something and then two she would definitely be the kind of person who's like fml sarah mclaughlin again Mm -hmm. three no way she knows all those album titles Mm -hmm. unless she's actually had to listen to them and she's not listening to them because she wants to um and she's pretty bitchy when she says it Mm -hmm. so yeah i think it. i think it sounds just like her
0: I, I probably should have reset what this speech is should i uh so, so she gives a whole speech charting felicity's feelings for ben against her listenership to sarah mclaughlin albums in their dorm room so it's like whenever felicity is feeling something for you she plays sarah mclaughlin and she's like because this has gone on for so long You know, it started out with some albums and then at these different key moments in their relationship, she's pulled out some new albums. And uh, so it's sort of like a, a chronology of Sarah McLachlan albums and a chronology of the Ben and Felicity relationship that she is saying are weaving together in an uncomfortable way for her as her roommate. <laughs> and she's marking it as evidence for Ben that the fact that there's been Sarah McLaughlin playing lately means she has the hots for you. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, that's And the stage. she calls it Ben music. Mm-hmm. And she says, if you wanna know, how Felicity's feeling about you, all you have to do is look in her boom box. Yeah.
0: Ben takes all of this in, wanting the hope. He needs the hope. Yep. And here's hears the whole thing, and he sits back, and he says, that's the dumbest theory I've ever heard.
1: Yep. He... <laughs> he just, just... I don't know. Maybe something about Sarah McLaughlin wasn't doing it for him, mm-hmm. but... Megan's gonna lean in and and double down. She's gonna say, "Look, like you don't have to believe me, but guess what? Greg knows how to work it. So, you know, unless you go get her, you know, Sarah McLaughlin's gonna be back up on the shelf." And do have so, to tell him twice. Yeah. Well, he, she did. She did. She told him a second um, time. You don't have to tell him <laughs> three times. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Right. So Ben's like, "All right." I'm up. I'm, I'm out. out. Gotta get it. All get right. It. right. Bye.
0: Yeah. And then Sean looks at Megan with reverence and he's like, yes. is this Sarah McLachlan thing true? And Megan just sort of scoffs and shrugs and was like, I have to go pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean in that moment is like, you have done in one speech what I haven't been able to do across <laughs> two seasons. Um, yeah. Yeah. He is not worthy, he feels. Um it's
1: good yeah,
0: as you should yeah so now that's going to bring us so we know it's all heading down to this moment right
1: yeah it had to be right
0: yeah and we're going to get the, the first the first piece of epstein bar it's going to be intercut with another scene in the middle but the epstein bar stuff is where our, our attention is at the moment and we're going to so we're going to get epstein bar the date with greg and felicity they're having dinner and we get yeah. a very on-the-nose opening where Greg's like, what do you think? And, and like in terms of menu and Felicity's like, I haven't decided yet.
1: Hmm. Right. Right, right. Yeah. Right. They've got this like what I would consider Dawson's Creek music on in the back. Huh. And I just didn't feel like it fit. Like it, it felt like a beginning of the relationship song instead of like an end of the relationship song. Okay. Um, so I wasn't digging the music. But... I do like that. Greg is—he just comes out and is like, "Look, it is driving me insane that Ben is your new roommate."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, fair. Yeah, and
0: and then he goes. I think he goes straight into saying, "You know, Ben came to my work to apologize," and and is like what
1: do he say I know right? she's curious that's, well I mean but that's not the reaction you have right what when you hear the current guy you're on a date with whose life you know has potentially been ruined by this other guy and he says that you know the other guy came to apologize you're <laughs> the reaction shouldn't be tell me about the other guy yeah yeah, well i I guess it
0: the first thing she said was like good you deserve that and then she was obviously curious she's like what did he say
1: yeah but she she wasn't curious exactly she wasn't curious for greg's benefit yeah and i don't know did he clock that I don't think it even matters at this point. There are so many strikes against this, this right is, now.
0: This is just
1: like, it's a such a smile fire. thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many red flags for him right now. I just don't even know. Um,
1: yeah. It's all red. You know how Richard put up all the flyers of his uh-huh. face. It's <laughs> yeah. all the red flags. They're it's just all stapled all over Felicity. She's one giant moving red flag.
0: That's it. And so, mm. We want to know what's going to happen here, but they're going to give us a moment of going
1: back to Sean and Julie
0: because that's not awkward. That
1: wasn't awkward enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sean is now playing Operation by himself. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he is. And Julie comes over. She's like,
1: what was that kiss? Yeah. Was it, was it all about the movie? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Is that all it was?
0: And Sean's like, well, no, it's not just that. It's also that I'm totally, madly, completely in love with you. I have been for a very long time. And no, I'm not kidding.
1: Insanely, passionately in love with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh my goodness, this boy.
0: And Julie just blinks.
1: Yeah. And he says it again so In such a resigned way. Yeah, it's like, I already know
0: your answer, okay?
1: Yeah. Don't even. It's like, I'm just, I'm just going to say this. No, I'm not kidding. Like, it is what it is. What do you want from me?
0: Oh, Sean. Um. And then he sees that she's just blinking and he's just kind of keeps looking at her every now and then and then down at operation and then back up at her just blinking and then back down at operation it's like oh. I mean
1: he's gotta give her time because he's been feeling this way for a long time yeah he's just let her know like with his tongue Mm -hmm. so I have to say though she let that kiss go on
0: quite some time
1: let's remember that julie does not do well with men who are you know yeah yeah like i like she's it's sean and i she when as soon as it stops she is up and out of arms or she She is
0: she is but i was like why is this such a long kiss
1: for everybody
0: here like what is happening
1: I could see it from Sean's perspective. Like I saw the moment where he was like, he grabs her and kisses her. And then the extension was like, and I'm, I'm going to convince her. Like, here's, here's everything I have. And she, I, I just don't see her having the personality to push away. Mm. I see her having the personality to, like, get up and flee as soon mm-hmm. as he lets go of her. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, especially given her, you know, in and him knowing about what has happened with guys with mm-hmm. her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I do think that it's a little rough that he... He grabs her like that,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: but I mean, this speech is, I mean, it I think it's really romantic, you know, this like totally madly, completely, insanely, passionately in love with the. I mean, yeah. it's it's, it's just so unfortunate. yeah, it's so unfortunate that it's wasted <laughs> on someone who is just not interested. Well,
0: you know. We haven't seen what she says yet. So we'll just, I don't know. But he's not feeling good about it where this is headed.
1: No. It's like and, I sh- he I did mean, shoot a shot. Yeah. Uh,
0: and that's that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it happened. So it was we're going to head
0: back to Epstein Bar because that's what we all want to know about at this point, I think. And
1: yeah, my oof. my notes are just. It, yeah, we watched this what three or four times, and mm-hmm. nothing is in order. So, like, we can just start talking about it. But- and believe it or not, Fish,
0: I'm even going to throw my note from an optimist in here. You're oh, not wow. going to believe it. I don't. You're not going to know how I got there, but I did. Oh, um, hey, look, I because to- There's almost nothing to be optimistic about in this scene except the thing I found. So, okay. well, <laughs> so when we get back to Epstein Bar, Felicity's staring off into the distance, and Greg's like, hey, you're staring off and she's like yeah i was just thinking about ruby yeah that's that's what i'm gonna say here ruby ruby. And
1: Wade. And well wade. she can't even come
0: up with wade's name she's like ruby oh, yeah. and <laughs> like, like right. wade yeah it's a lie it's definitely a lie especially if he <laughs> has to name the person that she was just thinking about yeah. um he's like oh boy this is just
1: like just one more red flag stapled right dumpsters already
0: on fire (laughs) and let's just add a grenade just because yeah because we need a grenade on a dumpster fire Mm -hmm. um yeah so (laughs) ben interrupts he just he just approaches the table very quickly very quickly on a mission he's been on a mission again we love it when ben's on
1: a mission. shoulder walk ben on a mission i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> I'm very sorry.
0: Very sorry. No, he doesn't say it like that this time. But uh he interrupts, he's he interferes with this dinner and Greg's like, What what are you doing here? You said so you told me you weren't gonna ruin my life anymore. And Ben's like, I'm sorry, sorry, and he's like, Well, what was the apology for today? <laughs> and Ben just can't deal with it. So now he just directs all the attention to felicity. And frankly, it is a wonder that Ben got as much of a speech out as he did here.
1: It's That's fair. I I just need to point out before we go any further, all three of them. Mm -hmm.
0: Are they all wearing button down shirts? Yes. Yes, they are. Oh, my God. I guess. All three of them. Ding, ding, ding. Um, Wow. Button down (sighs) shirts abound in this episode. Amazing. Okay. Well, okay. Ben's going to launch into his speech, into his like, I want you back felicity speech, his listen to me because it feels like this is a pivotal moment where you choose Greg uh speech. It is definitely a wonder to me that he got as much as he did out without Greg saying anything. and also without Felicity saying anything to be honest. um but he's going into he's he's throwing out all, all the stuff. He's like, I made a big mistake when I let you go. I was the luckiest guy on the planet being with you, but I was scared, you know, and he's saying we should be together, but now you're afraid because, well, because you don't trust me.
1: And I should have treated you with
0: respect. hmm I mean, okay, yeah. He's, I mean, he's saying all these good things at the point when he says you don't trust me anymore. Greg's like, well, why do you think that is Ben?
1: Yeah. I mean, again good point
0: mm-hmm. ben's like i'm not talking to you it's like but this is my date
1: i know he's just <laughs> he's just like can you give us a minute like like greg was the one who was
0: interfering <laughs> i just and then greg's like you had your chance um what? and felicity is gonna start piping in now because she is feeling really i don't know what do you think she's feeling here
1: uh i mean scared pissed um so again they they take her on this huge emotional roller coaster throughout this episode at least the way that i'm seeing it Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know she starts off at the end of the last episode just panicked right And she's like, I need to get out of here. We got to go, got to go. And then she shows up at the cabin and she's all relaxed and happy. And then Ben shows up and she's pissed. And then maybe she's a little guilty about like going so far, but she's thinking about Ben and she continues to think about Ben and she's trying to convince Greg that she's not thinking about Ben and she's thinking about him, thinking about him, thinking about him and ruby's making her think about him but then she's like but greg's this really great guy in the cafeteria and then she's like in a room with him and all these people and it's awkward Mm -hmm. and then she's like but i'm going on a date with greg and then like she greg says ben apologized and now she's like interested she's like oh okay that's a that's a good thing and now ben comes in and it's like you know the speech that she wanted before he fucked everything up yeah it's like what it's exactly what she wanted to hear but i think she is very internal and she's been like thinking a lot about she's probably been analyzing everything the whole time right Mm -hmm. and and it's like she wanted this so badly and she is afraid. She doesn't trust him and, and it pisses her off that he's doing it now. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. I think, um, you know, you, You've said a few times in this season that you had been looking for a reckoning and then they waited so long to get you any sort of a reckoning that you eventually started saying, I feel like I've had enough of one, but they never really gave you this. I actually, when you were like, I want them to have a reckoning after the breakup, I was thinking of this scene. And maybe also a little bit at the cabin, but I was thinking specifically of this scene because I feel like this is the stuff that's been there
1: yeah,
0: the whole time. And they do make you wait almost the whole season (laughs) to get to this, but I think it's been there since the breakup. And I, um, and, and it's, finally coming out at a time when Felicity has her voice, she's willing to express an anger. And I also think that she has been like this ability that she's had since the breakup to just like coexist with Ben at work and coexist with Ben with friends. And like, like the, these moments they've had together and then these more friendly moments they've had together. I feel like in order to do that, she had to repress all this and maybe didn't even realize it was there and maybe that's why this whole time she's been like it's over I'm over Ben it's fine Ben's not a factor Ben doesn't like me because the moment she broke the seal on all that this stuff was there yeah and so it's just like oh this has been a um like a pressure cooker like a
1: Somebody shook up a can of Coke. Yeah. It's just been there. And
0: what you're saying really tracks for me that like, but she's been also, especially like since she looked at the yearbook and at least like this last episode, maybe she's been starting to analyze this and she's come up with a story in her head that Ben just does this. Like this is a pattern for him, and she starts saying that to him. So she releases her her analysis of Ben onto him. Here she's like, "You can't do this. You can't just show up like this on a date that I'm on and make speeches. You did this. You you did this last year. You know, I was gonna go with Noel. You showed up. You made overtures. It's a pattern. That's all it is. It's not about me. It's about the chase for you." And Ben is like. No it it's it's how i feel about you like this is not a pattern it's how i feel um and there's like really nothing he could say at this moment to counteract the narrative she just built
1: well Um, i mean it can be both mm -hmm. of how you feel and a pattern
2: Mm
1: yeah um so like i you know he's come in and he's He's, I think he's trying to make a distinction here, right? Between what he did with Noel and what he's doing here, Uh where he's talking about how he was afraid. And if we remember when, right, Felicity broke up with him, she called him a coward. Uh And so he really hits in on this, like, yes, I made a lot of mistakes. Yes it was based on fear. I was afraid. Um, And now I'm not afraid. The only thing that I'm afraid of is losing you. Mm -hmm. And we should be together. He says that. And he says, Now you're afraid, because you don't trust me, which again, probably shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And, and so you have these two competing narratives, which I think, make a lot of sense from each other's perspective because it's it's kind of what Javier's been saying right she doesn't see the new Ben well she doesn't see the new Ben because he hasn't sat down and had the conversations with her that she asked him to yeah when they were dating the first time you know they never aired all this well not only did they just they're they're saying two very different things right Mm -hmm. Ben's Ben is saying I've changed and I have addressed the thing that you said about me
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and she's saying you're exactly the same and you you still are in this space of like it's a game for you it's not serious you don't want to be serious and I think she's ignoring you know the conversations that they have had um but it's Ben also hasn't done enough Mm -hmm. and he just really screwed up Mm -hmm. you know just just coming in on in the middle of this date it after after this whole episode and everything that that he's done I mean it just seems like a terrible terrible idea um this is not the time this is not the way you can't express yourself in the way that you need to for her to hear you it's it's just as you said a dumpster fire Um, it's almost
0: making me tear up hearing you talk like i wasn't tearing up watching this scene but it's making me tear up talking about it the way that we are it's so
2: hard
1: i mean he's so desperate and he's has changed and he's trying to explain that and it's like she just can't and in all fairness we can't blame her we can't
0: that's the thing like we've watched the journey they've both been on separately this whole time and we've watched ben carry the weight of the world on his shoulders what seems like for you know the, the past i don't know if it's been the whole time but at least since maggie um and maybe the end of maggie And, you know, we've been watching him make these adjustments. He still has growing to do, but he's not the Ben he was last year. We know that. And we can see that he's thinking differently. And we can see that he's been behaving differently and like going about things differently. But we can also see why she doesn't see any of that. And it's like, this is why she'd be so afraid. And
1: And Ben is so focused on her that you know Greg gets up gets in his face pushes him away and Ben doesn't even notice kind of that Greg is there I mean he's sort of like fighting it's like a nap like I need
0: you over here
1: yeah it's like (laughs) Like I'm talking to her he can't he can't look away from her so of course he doesn't see it coming When Greg just like knocks him to the floor, like he just punches him in the face, which.
0: And to be fair, I I am for Ben (laughs) and Felicity in this whole conversation. And it really is like, I'm, I'm having a hard time, not tearing up here. Greg is at the table this whole time. I know. Can you imagine being that guy at the table? Who's like, Whoa,
1: there's a lot here. I mean, (laughs) at this point, at this point (laughs) look greg i feel for you like i don't hate you but you still being at this table is on you like you you are sitting across from a giant red flag that is waving in say, your face
0: this is i mean as much as this is a spoiler and, i just out of compassion for greg and you and me uh the next scene basically will be greg uh, taking having mercy on himself
2: <laughs> good.
0: situation like he he's like i don't know what's gonna happen with you guys
1: yeah but I know
0: what I just saw is not a thing I want to be a third wheel in okay. anymore like good he's had good. his final straw um yeah, because this, this, this,
1: needed, <laughs> this needed to be it because yeah this is not okay and um, and also
0: to be fair that doesn't mean Felicity has stopped being like it's gonna be fine but Greg
1: <laughs> is like I do not believe you yeah um so I just, just take a look at your life, Felicity, because here's the thing. Greg hits Ben. And what does Felicity do? She goes straight to Ben. She goes straight to
0: Ben. And so this sequence is kind of interesting to me because, so Greg hits Ben. Ben's on, on the floor. Felicity goes to him. Ben's like, whoa, that guy can really hit. Yeah. Greg... Is going to throw money on the table. He's shaking his hand because it hurts from punching Ben, and he's just like, "Are we going?" And then he just he just goes and pulls his. He's like, "Can we go, please?"
1: And walks. But yeah. What? But. So Greg says, "Can we just go, please?" Mm -hmm. And takes off, and we just hear him in the background because all we're seeing is like. Ben's face looking at Felicity for that moment, you know, she's like, here, you need some ice or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I saw in his eyes when he was looking at her was him saying, please don't go with him, Felicity. And, and she just gets up and goes. And then he looks like, I like that was my I nose. know <laughs> That was it. <laughs> I know you've been saying it this whole time and i've seen little glimpses of it but because the shot is so close in on ben and he's down on the ground and she's just left Mm -hmm. he does look so alone Mm -hmm. when she leaves just like absolutely alone and, and what do you
0: do after that you're like what's his other move this was well, sort of he, like the the hail mary it was like the last
1: yeah what like, else well, is there to do if I you're ben like right he, now i feel like he rolls over and he's like processing a little bit and then like we'll see but i mean i think it's fairly clear what you should do which is like stop with the big speeches in the middle of her dates and stalking her and like pull it back dude Mm -hmm. like have a series of small conversations with her like explain how you've been changing Mm -hmm. like talk to talk to her about Pavone talk to her about all of the stuff in her life ask about her Mm -hmm. um you like be friends like you know actually clue her in on like you can't say everything you need to say that is going to fix everything that has been broken in the amount of time you have before you get punched by greg
0: yeah it's well having just done this process here and sitting on the you know floor post being punched by greg i think if he's gonna have to really reevaluate like what I other options that, do I have in this situation?
1: I think the fact that Felicity goes to Ben, it's just, it's the magnet again.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's the magnet. It, it's and when he- then when pressed,
1: gets up and runs after Greg.
0: And that's probably what Ben's feeling. But I don't know to what extent he finds a hope in the fact that she ran to him first and then left, <laughs> you know, left him on the floor. Um, so it's, it's tricky, I, I do want to look back at Greg here for a second because he has one sort of funny line after he punches Ben. He's like, Is he going to show up yeah. every time we go out? <laughs> Fair point. Fair yeah, point, Greg. I
1: think the no answer is no. matter what you do, is... even if
0: you drive two hours to get to a Rhinebeck being in the middle of nowhere, you're, Ben's still going to show up. Yeah. Um, but you may be asking yourself, Melissa, how could you possibly have found a note from an optimist in this scene? Showing up. Paying your bill. (laughs) Look, guys, even if you have gotten into a massive altercation, even if you have found that you're the third wheel in a relationship between two other people when you thought you were dating the person that you're a third wheel to, even if you have just knocked a guy out in a physical altercation and he's sitting on the floor and all you want to do is flee, take a moment. (laughs) Reach into your wallet. Pay your server Mm -hmm. because that's what good people do. Okay, yeah. Don't stiff your waitress or your waiter or whoever's you know your 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 server. Don't stiff them on the bill. That might come out of their paycheck, guys. So you want to do what Greg did here? Okay, be like Greg. Pay your bill even in the most uncomfortable circumstances when you just want to leave the room when you're red hot mad you want to leave and you want your girlfriend to come with you. You're not sure if she will, because she's on the floor taking care of another guy that you just <laughs> laid out. Even then reach into your wallet, take a beat, <laughs> grab, grab the, grab the money and a little tip. If you can, if you can yeah. spare it, yeah. Throw that on the table. Be kind to your fellow humans, the people who are working so hard to provide the dinner that frankly was probably ruined Anyway, but it's not their fault. Okay. And I, you know, I appreciate that Greg did this. And I think it's a lesson for all of us. There is no circumstance under which you can't pay. (laughs) I mean, find in your heart. Unless unless you you die die. at the table. But okay, that's a way to make this cynical. But (laughs) if Greg can do it, all of us can. Just take a moment. Take a moment. Reach into your wallet. Make it happen.
1: I feel like this is slightly less of a note from an optimist than a PSA PSA from a former waitress to (laughs) all those out there (laughs) who maybe perhaps did not have enough uh, Greg's of Greg's kindness and uh, and and not forethought. What's the word I'm looking for? Like he's good in a crisis. Yeah. You know,
0: he was cool headed when he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was cool-headed in some aspect of it, at least. I actually had to like go back and pause it again to make sure that um, Greg had, in fact, thrown money on the table, which he did. Oh, huh.
1: I was wondering what you were looking at, but yeah, I did that's... notice that he put money down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Greg's and frankly, he probably left a very good tip to this. I would the think so, yeah. Because... He probably had, like, he. it was just, like, whatever bills he had, he just threw it all down. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, 100% tip, amazing. Um, yeah. I just, uh, you know, thank you, Greg, for being a kind human in a difficult situation.
1: You know, I mean, we really are coming out overall uh, being quite, quite uh, Greg lovers. We're, we're- gregophiles um felicity
0: is just not that into you (laughs) (laughs) right i mean mean, what else is there to say it's just ah, he messed with the wrong person you know it's like (laughs) he's just it's just so unfortunate because he's just been so strung along and it's been so torturous and we're here to watch the show Felicity. So we're here to root for her and we're here to be on her journey. But I can't help but think, ooh, this has been really harsh for like Greg to be on the receiving end of the Felicity and Ben dynamic from the day he met her. <laughs> it's like, yep. ah. And yeah. to have had this whole eruption from both of them happen in front of you When he is probably never heard Felicity. Well, he, we know like he's never heard Felicity acknowledge this relationship or unpack it in anywhere near the detail. And now she's heated. She's bringing up stuff from the past. Like it's today, you know, it's, and then Ben like has almost never looked so passionate and earnest in any scene. And Greg's like, what am I in the middle of?
1: Yeah, like this was I mean, bubbling onto the surface all
0: that time yeah okay yeah
1: you don't get you don't get this upset you know from from Felicity's perspective like Felicity doesn't get this upset unless you know she's she's been really hurt and she cares a lot about Ben yeah if she was able to just brush it off that'd be one thing but every time he's doing something she's interested she is like blowing up at him she like there's feeling there that Mm -hmm. hasn't gone away that she hasn't she hasn't gotten over Mm -hmm. and you know greg has i mean there's a fool me once twice Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Time. I mean, at some point, Greg. And I mean I'm glad Can we it, cap it at fifteen? Can we just try? Yeah, I, just, I mean
0: Greg. Yeah,
1: mercy rule on yourself. Um Pam's available. <laughs> she is. Just saying, and she's lovely.
0: So delightful. Um <laughs> yeah. I'll get Pam's number, okay, Greg, please. Um fish. Mm-hmm. Shall we get into the You're the Worst segment?
1: Yeah. You're the worst! (laughs) How about that one? It was pretty good. Okay. It was still English. Um, (laughs) Okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, Yeah, so I came after Ben last time. You sure did. That was a controversial
0: start to the You're the Worst segment.
1: Well, just wait for it. Oh, Oh. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I'm... I'm not the optimist. So, you know, expect what what you would. Um, So yeah, came, came for Ben in the first one. This one, love, you are the worst. You made a stalker out of Ben. You ruined Nolena's apartment you forced Sean to kiss Julie creating the most awkward moment of the entire series you made me associate the word simpering with Megan you destroyed my entire note-taking system with all the longing glances during game night and Ben's speech also blaming you for all of the button-up shirts Ben had to look nice while stalking Felicity and clearly that caused the show to go and buy them in bulk. You potentially completely effed up Greg's life and hurt his hand on Ben's face. And worst of all, you are causing Julie to make a moony eyes at Noel and make me think about them kissing. Love, you are the worst. Did you just come for love? Yep. <laughs> yes i did
0: <laughs> wow yep uh yeah whoo, we're gonna get existential <laughs> up in here
1: okay so yeah huh. no words huh? <laughs> <laughs> no words for that one well done i mean <laughs> look we, you wanted a cynic we're not afraid. Got
0: a cynic okay this is a Melissa and Fish podcast and we're going to give you the real truth and we're not going to, we're not going to get scared. Okay. We're not going to play it safe. Nope. We're going to come directly after love. <laughs> yep. When we have to
1: or fish and by, well and all, but yeah, I was going to say yeah. by we, <laughs> what we mean is uh, me. Don't forget love. to tip your waiter. um, <laughs>
0: Well, that was the "You're the worst" segment. I did that, that time.
1: Now it's it's beginning to sound a little constipated. Yes, yeah.
0: okay, I understand. I understand. I'm going to keep working on it.
1: It's all right. Sorry, right. we got time. We got time.
0: Uh, will fish. You know what we're up to? It's our favorite segment. Yay! After you listen to this tape, you have to erase it.
1: I mean, we are so far ahead at this point, like, God bless you, anyone who is <laughs> writing in ahead of time and, and has stuff related to, see to how do. far ahead we are.
0: Yeah, we, we have some scheduling conflicts coming up. So we've gotten a bit ahead in our recordings, yes. but we are still trying to gather feedback from wherever we can. Um, and we have some that relates to this episode. So, well, and also last one. Um, so the first one I wanted to start with, uh, apparently our, our, (laughs) apparently, uh, we did an episode somewhat recently that had people cracking up, even though it was the episode in which Fish and I probably fought the most we ever have. What
1: was this? Yeah, we, I was listening to us when I was editing it. I was like, huh, we... We definitely vehemently disagreed a lot. Like it, it got intense. Yeah. Season two, episode
0: 17, documentary two, right? We were, you were a mess, but you guys loved it uh, for (laughs) completely different reasons. Um, and one comes from at MEM underscore 0026. Honestly, budget for hair gel comments from fish had me cracking up. I'm loving her observations on hair and makeup all around. Can we get a season wrap up segment from her divulging her summary of thoughts on hair and makeup game, especially on seasons
1: three and four? Yeah, and I just um, thank you very much. I I appreciate that. I also very much appreciate that Melissa just said yes to you on my behalf. (laughs) so I guess the answer is yes um so yeah that's gonna involve some going back and looking over the episodes because I have a lot of opinions as as we've noted um and yeah leftover hair gel jokes aside there's too much hair gel in this uh in this show
0: I think it seems like there are certain red leather jackets and Ugh. Elena hairstyles that might come up, yes. come up in a wrap yes. up. We'll see. We'll see. Yes. Um, there, there's a lot. There's, yours there's will be lot. significantly more impactful than a Melissa wrap up on hair and makeup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Hey, more clothes is what yeah. I would
0: say. Um,
1: yeah. Nope. Everyone was naked the whole time. That's pretty you much you noticed that? Yeah
0: so well thank you for that we we loved that and uh that
1: was one of the things that made people laugh but it's here's also, another one. you know melissa may be thinking to herself don't encourage fish to do this maybe a little
0: bit well here's one from at insta. mickey seriously i had to stop the podcast i'm laughing so hard melissa with her note from an optimist pointing out al and his love for the job versus fish and a justifiable focus on hot officer benjamin covington also i remember (laughs) melissa you said that sometimes you use the line diametrically opposed from episode 16 of season two in many occasions uh, i stop and ask myself does this look stupid or fantastic with Javier's accent? Of course, when I'm wearing something new.
1: Oh,
0: nice. array of comments from Insta.Mickey. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that, that you are fully tripling or quadrupling down on your love of Al and Loretta. And um, was it specifically
0: Loretta? Al, but I'm intrigued about was what L- if Al. What are Lorraine?
1: Lorraine. Loretta.
0: Uh, no, Lorraine? it wasn't Lorraine.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, hey, we know what I said in the last episode and I'm not going to repeat it, but we know what I said. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what you get for having a Sinek on the show. That's it. Well, we've
0: got one more that's related to this episode and also tail end of last one um, from at fool for film. I love when Ben channeled Felicity's stalker behavior and followed her and Greg to the cabin. Such a great episode. Stalkers who stalk each other are soulmates.
1: <laughs> the family, that's, family that stalks together stays together. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that
0: comment.
1: <laughs> I was like,
0: ah, this is a lesson you can't give anybody
1: um <laughs> how to fall in love step one Stock. find common interests <laughs> Do you stock
0: oh yeah. gosh um we want to thank you all for sharing your thoughts and helping immortalize how we all perceive this show here in season two um delightful just delightful yeah yeah absolutely and uh fish it's time for us to rate this
1: episode and what do you think do you want to go first you always say that and i always say no so i guess i should probably say yes yeah, at least once you
2: it's
1: fine. even though you touched your nose last time i just went uh until you did it mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so in general i think you you probably have a better sense now of I think they did a pretty good job of threading that needle I think it was a very very difficult thing to do Mm -hmm. um and I didn't come out hating this episode I didn't come out like with a like just raging against the fact that Felicity like totally forgives Ben and like It's totally fine that he, you know, did everything he did and then stalks her and all the stuff. I mean, I feel bad, feel bad for Greg. But as I said, at some point, it's on you. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I think we have reached that point. Um, So. For me, they have set up this dynamic where. Yes. Like. Ben is totally messed up. Like and he's trying to make it better. He's changing. He you know Felicity doesn't see it. And yet, I don't feel like she's just giving him a free pass. I mean, she eviscerated him and set him on fire. So you know, and she's she's calling him out for what she the reasons that she doesn't trust him which I think are justifiable because he hasn't been communicating. Um, But they've set up this dynamic where they are in fact magnets, you know? And and the fact that she keeps getting drawn back as much as she tries to kind of get further away, it's like her go-to move is go to Ben, you know? He gets hit, is he okay, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I think even when she's the one taking him down, she's feeling kind of guilty about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they did, I did think they thread the needle quite well for something that was really, really difficult. Um, so many button down shirts. I am not a big fan of button down shirts. Gonna get a little dinked for that love Shreem not a big fan of the marshmallow rotisserie Megan I you know I think she was fantastic in this Mm -hmm. I really do uh I loved her speech and I love the awkwardness um I I enjoy living in the awkward so overall I think they did a really good job I kind of wish we had some more time in the woods only because gosh, that cabin was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was so beautiful. And yeah, there was definitely some like, let's all get them into the loft by whatever means necessary. So I think it gets a little dinged for that, but I would say overall, I'm giving this one. um, I I think for the first time I'm going to go off of my 0.5 system and give it an 8.75 i can't quite get it to a nine okay all
0: right i think that's fair i'm relieved to be honest with you because when i heard what you were saying about the last episode i was like i don't know if they can get there you know like i i um nothing is actually resolved as of the end of this episode
1: i know but i'm i'm feeling more optimistic at the end of this episode that they will earn th- it. Yeah, that they'll do yeah. it right. Yeah. I could be wrong and I could hate the next episode, but like I just have more faith given how subtly and and well they've I don't know, treated us as viewers in this episode.
0: Yeah, I knew like for example, last episode when you were like, "What could he possibly like Ben Ben was headed to Rhinebeck and it made you so angry and you were like what could he possibly say are they gonna have him show up in Rhinebeck and have this big mom well actually no I was so like you know listening to how you were talking I was like well I know that what's gonna happen is she's gonna slam the door in his face as hard as she possibly can and he's gonna go back to school with his tail between his legs so does that satisfy fish so I was just trying to like imagine I spent a whole week imagining where you would land this episode <laughs> is what happened so I feel very relieved that the needle was threaded at least to this point yes everything that was to be resolved still has to be resolved but they they kicked i don't even want to say kick the can down the road they they did advance all the conversations and hopefully they got you to a place now where you can you can better envision like a more likely way to get where you want to get than you were at the end of the last episode yeah so i feel good about absolutely. that absolutely well okay so for me i'm <laughs> i am going to rate this one in the unit of measurement of
1: swains oh no <laughs> wait but are they little swains that work in the mail room or are they well, what did she call them she like, just falsely just huge. said weird little guy Weird little, yeah, weird little swains that work in the mailroom. Or... I don't know where you're getting the mailroom from. I thought she said she, he was from the mailroom. Oh, I don't know. I missed that part. All I know is
0: Felicity said he's a weird little guy.
1: Okay. Um. um or gigantic, what was it, asshole swains? Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a giant son of a bitch. Um, yeah, or giant son of the bitch swains. I'm going like, to go with l- weird
0: little guy swains.
1: Okay, so they're little swains. Got mm-hmm. it.
0: I'm thinking, just because I want to say Swains as many times as I can before this (laughs) thing is done. So I am giving this one 9.2 out of 10. Swains. Swains, Swains, Swains. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Why? I think this is a great episode. I think it's really, really compelling. I think it makes me feel deeply for almost every single character. I'm really in it with all these people. My only just two things. The bigger thing is that sometimes the stuff they have to do to get these people (laughs) in the same room is a little unwieldy. And I don't know if I'm totally on board a sleepover in the cafeteria for two (laughs) weeks. Guys, can we not? You could move any class from any major classroom. That doesn't have theater style seats.
1: Again, the gym also works.
0: Every literally every athletic facility,
1: theater, except the theater. You I can just, cover a pool, waterbed.
0: Fair enough. We've come <laughs> up with literally every other building on campus is better than the room you just left and the cafeteria.
1: I don't, I don't mind know. the cafeteria actually. I mean, I don't okay. really care, All right. but. I know you probably have issues with the like serving food.
0: I mean, it's not sanitary.
1: (laughs) They're (laughs) not behind the counter.
0: First of all, (laughs) you know, people are going to places in the cafeteria. They're not supposed to be is the big problem. And yeah, I just can't. Sorry. Uh, So, so it gets a little bit dinged because some of the stuff, that's an example, but a few of the things like, oh, okay. That's how we're doing this fine um it's it's funny but also some of it's like wow you guys had to really try <laughs> to to figure this out and then you know a tiny bit is ding because i just i don't i i'm like the only person in the history of tv like felicity fandom uh who didn't really feel like the megan speech was written for megan um so I don't know. And I get that probably everybody else listening to this loves it. Cause that's the kind of feedback I've seen before, but, um, I'm going to be the person I'm going to go out there on a you limb. Can. Be
1: like, ah, Absolutely. Can be that person. I don't Especially really know why though.
0: I, it just. It, it felt so, it felt a little stilted, them trying to drop in all these Sarah McLaughlin album names. And it felt mm. very product placement y. It didn't feel like it came out of her mouth naturally because there was so much product placement to get in. And there are going to be speeches that she gives later, soon, that's like, oh, that totally sounds like Megan. And this just didn't to me. Um, it sounded like product placement. And it sounded like she was trying to tap emotion into it in a way that like product placement does not allow you to do. Think about, she must have named four different Sarah McLachlan albums,
1: <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, I guess it didn't really feel like product placement to me. Because like when I think of product placement, I think of like Noel's sitting down and he's like sitting next to a can of Pringles. Yeah. Or like eating a Kit Kat bar and like hands a piece to Elena. Mm-hmm. But like, <sighs> the whole like she was actually using sarah mclaughlin as like the gauge of of felicity and i i can see felicity doing that without even thinking about it Mm -hmm. um so i guess that's why and i i can i can imagine megan sitting there being like so annoyed Mm -hmm. that she knows the lyrics to all these songs
0: yeah um yeah
1: so I not,
0: you are in the majority by far I have the only person I've ever met who's been willing to voice this opinion or who has this opinion for all I know and so <laughs> I I get it um but it took an emotional moment and it made it it sort of deconstructed it for me so uh eh. um but still nonetheless 9.2 out of 10 swains swain swain swain, 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 <laughs> swain um that's my rating so lovely. Well, if you all want to let us know what you thought of this episode, I bet you have thoughts. <laughs> feel free to share them with us. Send your feedback or felicity fan art or whatever to melissafish at gmail.com. That's melissa with one L, two S's, melissafish at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at felicitypodcast. And if you want to know when we drop a new episode, go ahead and sign up for our newsletter list and we will let you know whenever we drop a new episode each week so that you can find a link for that in the show notes, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And while you're there, if you have the option to rate or review us, go ahead and do that. Helps other people find this community and this podcast to discover more Felicity content. So Fish, next time... are going to watch an episode called the Aretha theory
1: I have heard a lot about this Um,
0: it's it's a title that doesn't tell you a lot so what do
1: you think it does this I assume that Aretha refers to Aretha Franklin I don't know if that's true but I don't know any other (laughs) famous Aretha's um I really don't know what a theory about aretha franklin would be she's a fantastic singer um i i don't know why there would be a theory about her the theory to her success i don't know how this relates to felicity okay but i think it's i think aretha is referring to aretha franklin and that's pretty much all i've got well that's a
0: you are doing really well here because that's all you had but it's correct so okay yeah it's not like aretha simmons john simmons wife it's uh uh, aretha franklin um good stuff
1: yeah
0: i like that i'm now thinking
1: about aretha simmons
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just starting rumors um john simmons wife uh yeah so (laughs) that's that's all the stuff fish anything else you wanted to point out
1: nope i mean i'm just going to be interested in seeing how the rest of this plays out because i can see really liking it and i can see really not liking it still so i you know i just i like the fact that they've given me no resolution and that I will continue to, f- to waffle about in my emotions and space um, until I guess the end of this season maybe series
0: fair enough I do think though like the fact that they went so long with Felicity and Ben not talking about it all and then we just got this yeah. even though it's not resolved it felt so explosive and so earned to have them air all their dirty laundry in front of Greg and the entire restaurant, um, (laughs) in such a emotional way. And that's like, maybe some of the most passionate lines we've, you know, we've ever seen from Ben, you know, like, yeah, he was so in convincing mode like it's not it's not about that it's about this you know like we've just never seen him like that and um so it, fe- it feels especially powerful to me that it came practically a whole season later
1: yeah i mean there's there's something about you know the release of saying all of this stuff yeah. that i appreciate but it's not it's not resolution Right. Yeah,
2: and
0: that's the thing like they're not even letting you think it's resolution. She's
1: yeah. he's on the like floor there, there's a she's lot more off work to be Craig. done. Right. It's like
0: we're not saying that this is tied up in a neat little bow. We are saying they just like blasted out emotion out of 10 yeah. <laughs> like all of them and there's going to be fallout and that's it. We're we're in for it.
1: I mean, it's kind of amazing that she's gone like a whole season for the most part, without dating either Ben or Noel. hmm I mean, it seems like just from a show perspective, she dated Ben for like 10 seconds so far. Like yeah. we saw them kiss how many times? Like, I don't know. There's There better be some payoff in like the next two seasons.
2: <sighs>
0: well, fish is thrown down the gauntlet and we're here for it but i think that's all for this time so until next time fish don't hook up with ben while i'm gone i'm a fish bye
1: bye everyone